It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelton. I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 166. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, the callback campaign ends on June 3rd. New optional items available. The Feast Season 13 results are in. The Feast PvP team season underway. Make It Rain campaign begins on June 6th. The Shadowbringers Media Tour NDA has been lifted. Yay! A reminder about the Moogle Treasure Trove event. Developers blog, fan mail, fan tweets. But first, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Hey, Ruby. Hi, Yelta. Hi, how's it going? It's going. It's going well. <laughs> Great week. The NDA was lifted. How, how many hours do, did you stare at your tablet at, at work? And okay, to... so I was a bad employee. Don't don't tell my boss. <laughs> I went to work. I first went to the restroom, sat on the commode and looked at my phone to see how much I could get. <laughs> and then I was like, this ain't working. I was trying to load up slides. Mm-hmm. Uh, little bullet points with all the, the slideshow and all the images of the abilities and such. And it was 4G. It was running too slow on the on the shitter. I had to get up. We had to go. <laughs> the signal so in to, the shitter is too bad. Yeah, it's terrible, terrible. So went to my office and I was like, I'm going to work today. But I didn't have any projects. I didn't have anything. So it was like sat at the round table, said, this is what I'm going to do today. And I'm made a couple of emails and then slowly went over to reddit and oh my god the whole day yelta i'm just terrible (laughs) the whole damn day i watched videos and read things and you know thank you to many of um the influencers and uh news outlets that went because they made 10 to 15 minute videos but y'all motherfuckers that were making two hour videos just, no one got time for that. It's a long investment <laughs> on my cell to phone. sit. I mean, yeah, on my cell phone on the shitter. That is a that is a long investment. Um, we will talk about many of these. There's so many we can't talk about them all tonight. But we've we've got some resources that we'll share tonight. So um, we definitely won't keep you two hours on the shitter. We might, but no longer than two hours. <laughs> um, as far as the stuff in game, it's just the same old Yelta. It's experts. I did it in Orban. I just, I'm still trying to get those shoes for for range, and I can't get them for whatever reason. Um, and now I'm just lotting on healer stuff. If I can get head, hands, and feet, um, I'll slide into Shadowbringers pretty easily. Um, so there's not really any goals. I guess you know, spend my scripts and just kind of gear get ready. You know, as far as inventory and you know be sure to change to to move your pictures out of your picture folder it's that kind of mm-hmm. stuff i'm I'm in countdown yeah. mode for Shadowbringers. um so no, nothing really that special there are things i guess i could be doing but i think there is a subconscious effort on my part to not burn out just before i want to mm-hmm. keep a keep a big hunger going there's some things that i could be doing um there's some things i want to do now that I think, well, I can do them when Shadowbringer starts, and it might be a better experience, like leveling up some stuff if trusts are involved or something to that effect. So, so um, yeah, th- there's things that I want to do. There's definitely things to do. In fact, Yoshida-san is giving us more things to do in the gap. 
Um, so much for the vast wasteland this go around. Did they figure it out? Um, that's yet to be seen. But um, again, there's there's no lack of things to do. It's just, uh, do I really want to go balls to the wall or keep a steady schedule before I know that I'm going to binge on Shadowbringers? There's, there's just going to be some long, stinky days. <laughs> this ain't our first rodeo. We know what it's going to be like. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's... I, I took time off work, man. I'm going to be home. Get the Hot Pockets ready. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my Mountain Dew? Um, that it's, it's that kind of atmosphere and I can't wait. Um, I don't know how that's going to be with my son running around. I think it's getting better though. Yelta, you and I talk about this usually before and after the podcast. We talk about our personal lives, you know, like right after, like, how's the kids? How's everything? Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm usually like, it's getting better, Yelta. It's getting better. He's sleeping longer. You know, there's, (laughs) there, there's, uh, there's perks to him getting older so my son alexander as he gets older frees us up a little bit mama Cinna still has a a lot of mamaing to do but it does give us gaps whenever he's able to sit on the floor with a toy car and drive it back and forth for 15 to 20 minutes um without screaming for something because that's an overwatch match or that's an expert Mm -hmm. Uh, quest that may maybe couldn't have been done a couple months back. So we will see as Shadowbringers comes in about a month how uh, how much more time my son will give us. And uh, I don't know, Yelta, that that Eden looking good. Yeah, well, we don't know what it is yet. We but... don't know exactly what it is yet, but we got some changes to raids that make me want to. Put my yeah. hat back into the ring and to really push these new abilities to the to the nth degree, push them to the limit. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about the rest of this stuff. Yelta, tell us what you did this past week. I played other games. Oh boy. <laughs> no, I did. I did. Uh, I did log in and get a couple levels on Ninja. I I think I was 66, and now I'm 68. I made myself go to bed. I think I have a job quest to do, but uh, it's getting there. Uh, that would leave just Dragoon. Then I think it's at 52 or something. So uh, I, I and then I spent some time sorting my gear in my armor chest, right? I don't need all of my stuff is above 50, and I only have, you know, two jobs that aren't 70. So I've been, like, sorting and tossing and sorting oh, yeah. and tossing and turning stuff in and... Um, just trying to clean, make do some housekeeping, right? Because mm-hmm. we're gonna be leveling, and you don't you don't want to be like receiving your coffer, opening it up, and well, you can't even equip it because your armory chest is full. So do right. some do some go through and throw away some of that old shit on your retainers and uh, or sell it or whatever. Because uh, if it's easy to get again, there's no reason to keep it. It's my personal thing. If it's beautiful piece of gear, put it in your uh, glamour dresser if you've got room in that sucker. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, we're going to get some more room, which is a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have you seen the threads or, or the Reddit posts, if you will, about those that have had run like uh, Uwu or some um, extreme ultimate content and then their inventory was full and the token drops and they can't obtain it? Oh, no. That yeah. would be awful. Yeah. 
Oh, I don't, my husband's inventory gives me just, he's like, wait, I have to dit, get rid of some stuff to receive a drop in a dungeon. And I'm like, no, you need to throw that. I usually have Discard at least. Discard sea pickle. Oh my God. I have at least one full, when I start playing for the day, I have at least have one quarter, one of those whole squares in your menu. I have the big four square menu. Uh-huh. One of those has to be empty. What is that? 50 items or I don't sure. know what it is. But I I cannot be going and doing anything, and getting warnings that you have you have four open slots left. You have three yeah, open. Yeah, it's terrible. No, no, won't do it. And then yeah, I also uh, tried to I I pulled up uh, sl- some of Sly's uh, docs and slides and was reviewing those. I did a lot of I can get to Reddit for work, but I couldn't like watch any of the videos or look at any of the pictures because that's all blocked. But I'm like reading through the Reddit thread. I'm over on shitpost too, and um, and there's a lot of uh, I yell remain. So there's a lot of a lot of wailing and gnashing of teeth and oh, being unsure. You know, we'll, we'll cover that. But so I was really only getting the comments that people <laughs> were. Re- I didn't have like any of the news for most of the day. Mm-hmm. And then I tried to I tried to go home and and watch a couple. I watched some of the worked game videos. I think. I don't remember what else. I watched a couple of videos. Again, some of those were long. I have to, I need like bite size. I prefer text. Personally, we were discussing before this. I, I like videos, but the videos have to be short and to the point. And, uh, uh, but, uh, you start getting past like 10 minutes, you're going to lose me. You have to make your point by then. But that's just my attention span. If I want to study something and learn something, it has to be text. And uh, so I, I was digging around. I did read a few uh, Gamerscape, uh, had some good article, articles, and there's a lot of interviews all over the place. But I think I probably read more people's comments in response to all this news dump than I have the news dump. So I'm going to be turning the the uh, microphone over to Ruby a bit tonight <laughs> more than usual because I didn't go, I didn't get all of it, and I really dwelled on the stuff like the white mage changes, like dwelling in the white mage changes and stuff. So. That was my week. Um, I do think we got some plans to do some stuff in game over the weekend. Some people in Nothicus Bosom and in the Crossworld Link Shell. I think there's, but people still bird farming, pony farming, doggo farming. So yep. I have one left. I need to put my big girl pants on and go and get a Suzaku group. But I'm so fail at that fight. I don't want to get kicked. Oh, Suzaku's left for you. Yeah, I've got a mm. bunch of them left. But I mean, a lot of mine are kind of easy ones. Like I still need a Biako. I still need, um, well, I still need Sarayu. I need, um, oh gosh, I need a bunch. How about that? <laughs> I need a lot. Need a bunch. Uh, I'd like my I'd like my final Dago, but I mean, I'm not. I don't even like the model, but I I want to do it for completionist's sake. Yeah, I know I could wait till Star or Shadowbringers and go back and do it then at a level eighty or whatever, but that's 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 boring to me. Oh, you know, I thought about today the uh, the ease of soloing some of those Heavensward fights when we're level eighty mm-hmm. on our jobs. I mean, you're going to be able to go in and solo. You might be able to now, Bismarck or um, Ravana. But, you know, those challenges to try to beat uh, Sephirot and things of that mm-hmm. nature, if that's even doable. I've, I guess at some point they're going to 
if there's any insta death mechanics, they would need to nerf those two if they add blue mage and so on and so forth. But anyway, just the kind of fun of the new stuff that'll be unlocked for a new expansion, yeah. just because we'll be able to go back and trash some stuff. And then with the new abilities, I mean, it might yep. be yep. It can really be boss. Or incredibly boring. True. All right, listeners, you can shoot the shit with us. Go to the website, www.gtffxiv.com. Let us know what you've been up to. The first round is news. Uh, the callback campaign, that is ending on June 3rd. That's the one where you can invite your friend to come back. You get some prizes. They get some prizes. Uh, I think it's Chocobo Feathers. That's ending probably by the time you listen to this, but... Uh, new optional items are available. Woo-hoo. The Mog Station gave us a flying carpet and then the uh, Far Eastern schoolboys attire and schoolgirls attire. Uh, they actually did make the mount account wide for $24. That's something, I guess. And then each of these sets of clothing is $18. And I think that's one character. So these the, the girl one dies pretty nicely. The 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 body piece dies very cute. The stuff that's red in that photo dies purple in my case, and the hair bow is adorable. Does it keep the pattern? Yeah, yeah. The males nice. does not. Doesn't it? The, the, fr- males, the female still gets the little arrow fletching pattern stays on there. Uh, the males removes the stripes, is my understanding. Oh no. I haven't seen the I haven't seen the males one. I've only seen the female one. Oh, and the the hair bow is really cute because the little flowers on the side actually wiggle when you walk. Mm. I don't know why, but I like that. <laughs> it looks really nice on my ponytail. Wiggle I, when you walk, baby. Wiggle when you walk. Uh, I also like this flying carpet just in time for the Aladdin movie. Mm-hmm. This came out. Have you Have you already seen the dyed? Uh, the 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 people who've made themselves blue and look like a genie. <laughs> I think I've seen this screenshot <laughs> and kudos. Better yeah. better than Will Smith. Well, and the flying carpet has some neat designs on it. There's uh, a Moogle on it. There's Namazu. There's um, Piazza on the carpet. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I see There's that. Some, oh, Mandragora. Yeah. 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 It's actually pretty nice looking. I'm very sad. I really, really, really was hoping it was going to be added as uh, part of the, uh, d- d- uh, not Deep Dungeon, uh, Treasure Maps. Mm. I was real because it would have fit, because some of those rooms on the earlier versions even had carpets on the ground, right? Sure. And you're going treasure hunting. Sure. It's kind yeah. of the Aladdin thing. And right? it's yeah. probably Thavnarian. It's got that mm-hmm. Persian kind of thing going. Yeah. Persian so. thing. Yeah. I don't know. But those are available now on the Mog Station. All right, the Feast Season 13 results, those are in. And, uh, yay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did you win, Yelta? No, I didn't. I didn't oh, PvP in this whole last month. Another season that you uh, I know. Out. I see Rum Raisin. That, that right. name's on there I'll, before. I'll, I'm going to Primal. Let's see. I have oh, to click yeah, Primal. Yeah. I'm not dissing anybody else, but I can't get... I had heard Apple that this was uh, one of the busier or the most busy feast um, seasons that there's been. 
A lot okay. of people jumped on board. Maybe because of the Garo event ending, but a lot oh. more people have jumped on board PvP as of late. Somebody's name is Murphy's Law. That's great. Wow. Wow. So congratulations to the winners, and I hope you enjoy your prizes. The Feast PvP team season is underway. This is the one where you have to actually create a team. I don't know. If you rank 20 or above, you get special rewards. So it looks like the rewards are planned to be sent after Tuesday, July 2nd. So, very cool. Do they get anything cool? Oh, they get... Furnishing, and they get this. Oh, the armor is pretty cool looking. It's kind of badass. Kind of looks uh, Garlean. Yeah, I get a judge feel out of it. Yeah. Hmm. I bet that looks sweet and black. (laughs) All right, and I we kept asking each other, are they going to do it? Are they going to do it? They are doing the make it rain campaign. Oh my god, yes. This bad boy starts June 6th, so let's see. Uh, rewards for all attractions at the Gold Saucer, including Gates, Minigames, Cackbot, have been increased by 50%. In addition, furnishings such as the Monster Toss Machine, Crystal Tower Striker, and Kafferker Machine are available for discounted MGP prices. They have a range of items from previous years. So I think uh, probably just kind of a... I bet it's kind of a recycly event. It looks like we are getting a new uh, uh, emote out of it. Mm-hmm. Senior Sabaton and uh, an MGP gold card. So you can get 30,000 MGP. So, you know, if you if you do that and then stack it with, the like, your free company buff, it might be uh, a good way to get yourself some, uh, some MGP. So not all of us have all those expensive things yet. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I think this is going to be a um, poo-poo kind of event, meaning it's not going to have an in-depth story. It's not going to be thrilling. I think it's talk to an NPC, talk to another one, see a cutscene, talk to another NPC, talk to the final NPC and be done with it. Um, Haven't we seen the origin? Not maybe the origin, but haven't we seen what's inside Senior Saboteur, Sabotender before? Well, we know it's a Lalafell. Yeah, yeah. Um, It was the murder mystery one, yeah. I don't yeah. remember if we actually saw the dude or not. Because hmm. one year it was a really cool murder mystery, and you could, like, do – there were several paths in the story. Right. You could actually do it over again. Uh, and then one year wasn't it was a Moogle – last year's wasn't it, like, a Moogle's love affair yes. date thing? Yeah. Go on the date. Be yeah. invisible or something. Go on the date. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I don't think this one's going to be terribly in-depth, but it's uh, at least it's a neat theme. I'm glad it's back. Um, glad we're getting a new emote. I have seen people saying this better have you spin around like a sabotender. <laughs> so no, I'm, this is going to be Senior Sabotender's emote when he stops and he does that emote. That's all okay. it's going to be, I would think. Mm-hmm. We'll see what we get. Um and then this is funny. Somebody was talking about this recently about a game room, um, and it says the Crystal Tower, Striker, Monster Toss Machine, and Cuff a Curl Machine's furnishings may be purchased at a reduced MGP cost from the seasonal shop. I think we had just said, like, wait for Make It Rain if it comes mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody, Ulf has all of these in his basement at his, at his house. 
Cool. He's got all three of those machines. He's got a little game room down there. So, oh, which reminds me, Brock keeps saying, "Yell to come see the basement of the house of the, his house," and I, I keep forgetting. He's got a really. Have you been to Brock's house? He's got a really awesome bar upstairs. Apparently now he's finished the basement. So well, I need to go to the basement. You need to go to the basement. I'm actually a little bit scared. I'm going to find there because I've <laughs> come to my basement, Yelta. Come. That's right, luring Lalafell into the basement. Pee Wee's bike is the basement <laughs> of the Alamo. <laughs> oh my god! Three people that's, laughed that's at that. Going, that's going back. We we are dating ourselves. <laughs> Tell them Large Marge sent you. <laughs> okay, you made me snort out loud during the podcast. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the reason anyone's listening. They want to hear us rant of or, or praise <laughs> or why majors shit and scholars shit and astrologians shit. R.I.P. Healers. Tanks are all easy mode now. Mm-hmm. They're all the same thing, different skin. Oh, anyway. What else you want to hear? Big news. All right. <laughs> the big news is, of course, the Shadowbringers Media Tour NDA has been lifted. All of the content creators who got to go play the game, they got to run dungeons, they got to play as different jobs, they got to do interviews, they got to see everything. They got to see all sorts of stuff. I think there was a lot of stuff that was, like, NPCs, some of them had their names taken off and stuff, I think, like, not to spoil stuff, mm-hmm. right? You know, I saw like the map of one of the areas, but I don't think everything was marked, that kind of thing. So, uh, whew. so we're just going to start with the Shadowbringers preview event. That is a Reddit thread, and Zeno put that up. And let's see, it's the hands-on preview of Shadowbringers. I don't even know where we want to. Okay, we'll just give the over overarching stuff. They had access to three zones: uh, the Crisarium, Lakeland, and Ilmeg, and one dungeon, Donmeg. They had all of the crafters and gatherers and blue mage were disabled, and they could not access the market board or retainers. They didn't tell us anything about near raid or Eden or any other trials. So that's it. Was, it was limited, which is good because man, we want some surprises, right? Sure. Uh, all the NPCs had placeholder dialogue. A lot of them didn't have names, like I was saying. Uh, this person who r- writes this up, uh, Olivine Peridot, their goal was to record video of all the tooltips, record additional footage of job skill videos, blah, blah, blah. So they lost a lot of their footage. I felt so bad when I read that. Mm-hmm. They mainly tried Gunbreaker, Dancer Monk. Now, all, all these people who wrote stuff up kind of focused. Some played every job. Some played, like, just kind of their main or whatever. So <sighs> things that were interesting was the main city, Crystarium, is massive. So, and the Ethernet was disabled, so they had to run everywhere. There's, it, it, they just, they just talked about a lot of stuff. So, a lot of people have said how awesome they had like huge libraries and gardens, and they, they have odd, uh, dark griffin like mounts. We've seen those now in the benchmark. I like that they said alongside chocobo. Alongside chocobo. So, there yes. are chocobo on the first shard. Okay. Uh, they also mentioned that the city is one zone like Kugane but has the feeling of height to it more like Ishgard and thematically reminds most of Idleshire. So in the sense of a melting pot of adventurers coming together and building a new home. I like uh, that. I this, yeah, yeah, because we've had, we've had some very, like, Ishgard was very 
Ishgardian. Yeah, I know what I mean. Sure. Uh, Idleshire was more like adventurers and stuff. Ishgard was like more, they'd been there for a thousand years and whatever. No one was moving there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in Stormblood, we had, you know, Asian land and refugee land. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It. What I like about each of these cities um I was hoping it would be something like this where the best parts of each city Kugane is one zone. You know, I love Ishgard for how grandiose and detailed it is, but the two zones is like this place is too motherfucking big. Mm-hmm. Kugane's not that big and it's detailed, but it's and it feels living, but Idleshire feels like it's alive. Like there's shit moving, we watched it grow. And then it was sad to move away from Idleshire because we seem to put so much work into this building this place and then we leave it behind. So I want a place that I feel like I'm building. It feels alive. It's detailed, uh, but I'm not lost in it because it's too big. I think well, we're getting that. Reach failed for that for me. It w- should have been – It's ugly. It should have felt like Idleshire. It should have felt like we really made massive. But we, we ended up rebuilding – the other it, place that just it feels dead. It doesn't seem. It doesn't look like it's growing, um, and there's huge swaths of it that you don't go to. There's areas that's just stupid. Why is it even in this this zone? There's no purpose. All right, and they mentioned that there were Almaja NPCs scattered around the town, mostly trading or working in the gardens. One of them was named, and he had. A name. (laughs) A name. Uh, Yeah. They were the only, and in quotes, beast tribe they noticed in the city. So, I mean, this isn't the only person who said it. They kind of suspect that the idea of beast tribes really might not even exist on the first. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So, there's no, they didn't see any Lala's in town at all. Every other playable race was there, including a handful of Hira, Ellis, and Ara children. I don't know. There was an Allegan node NPC in the crafting area. I thought that was interesting because mm-hmm. was it a placeholder? Did it mean something? Or were Allegan nodes... Because, you know, the lore here was, was it 12,000 years ago? Right. It got split. So, really, these are different worlds have basically evolved differently and i didn't think we thought that the alligans were around at the time of the split so did the alligans travel there mm-hmm. yeah, no. how is there a crystal tower on both mm-hmm. our shard yeah. and theirs and does that mean there's a crystal tower on every one of them how far has alligan technology gone the writer of this uh is guessing that it belongs to Rowena and will be used to submit items <laughs> back okay. to her. Uh, uh, Lakeland gives off a Garabanya vibe due to it being arid and having lots of military camps and stuff. She did go, talks a bunch about the, uh, the the map and stuff. We uh, watched um, a bit of this on a Miztech video, Cinna and I. And uh, she immediately, upon seeing Lakeland and listening to the music, said... This reminds me of Final Fantasy XI, and it it just has that um, that vibe because of the 
um, I guess armaments. I don't know what you would call them, but you know when you when you have those little blockades of wooden pikes that are oh, yeah, crisscrossed yeah. against each other. You'll see these on the field, um, and it gives you the feel of um, Ronfauer, that that area yeah. um, uh, up north, outside Sandoria. Sandoria, correct, where the orcs uh, are. And uh, yeah, just just a lot of eleven vibes, which is a, a happy thing for me. They also noted in Lakeland, there's a large mossy foliage covered island marked in the map as the source in the center of the lake. Uh, and there appears to be it appears to be a sleeping creature. It somewhat reminded them of Bismarck, so maybe a primal or a world fate. So that's cool. And Lakeland has zone lines to the Crystallium, Ilmeg, the Rack. Tika Greatwood and Am Arag. Thanks, guys. Making me pronounce this stuff. Hmm. Uh, Ilmeg only has zone lines back to Lakeland. Well, we also don't know if there's zone lines we're not seeing. You know, this is right. an early. Uh, Ilmeg has the entrance to the dungeon, Don Meg, as, long, as well as what looks like a beast tribe camp for the Pixies. Uh, the documentation mentions five zones. They were only given access to two. Uh, they didn't see any hints of any zones not mentioned in the documentation. Both Heavensward and Stormblood gave us six new zones. Total speculation time. We're certainly getting a sixth open world zone, and it could fill the role of Shadowbringers as a SLA, but they have no idea what it would be based on. So, you know, because I, I remember playing Heavensward and as a SLA being in a whole zone just took me by surprise, really. So maybe they're holding out a whole zone for us. Be cool. I, it would suck to it would suck to get less because I know that we felt like that was 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 Stormblood. A lot of times we felt like we were getting less. Mm -hmm. So, all right, uh, the dungeon Don Meg is level seventy three and it's tied to the main scenario. Uh, the plot involves the science traversing the dungeon as a trial to win the Shell Crown, one of the four Fey relics from frog creatures called the Futh. So the Dapper Violin Frog you see in the benchmark is the final boss of this dungeon. So, anyway, eh, there's story around there. It's very pretty, has lots of visual effects. Uh, we'll talk about this some more in a different interview where they, where they go over trust characters, but you can choose trust characters for this dungeon, and you can choose from Alphano, Alizé, Minfilia, and Thancred. Alphano's a scholar, Alizé's a red mage, Minfilia's a rogue, and Thancred's a gunbreaker. Oh, and Oriange, astrologian. So you get to build your party. Mm-hmm. I heard that they're not stupid. I heard that somebody said it was really slow doing a dungeon with them versus real people, but I'm fine with that. Yeah, they're like bad DPS. They'll do the job, but they're not hitting everything on the GCD in a timely manner. And Yoshi P informed them that in the interview that the trust characters available for dungeons are directly tied to the main scenario. Um, he also implied that the lineup of trust characters for this dungeon may differ between the demo they played and the final version. So, so upon defeating the boss, all the available trust characters ran in and posed with you during the victory screen. <laughs> so that's cool. All right. Oh, and trust characters. This is neat. Trust characters have unique dialogue and interactions with each other in the dungeon and mechanics within the dungeon. So, for example, the final boss fight has a balance beam mechanic where you have to run across a narrow bent beam before time runs out. Some trust characters will just cross the beam quickly, 
while others would hesitate, Minfilia walked slowly and carefully, while Urianjay just teleported across the gap like a legend. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I like it. I, I hope it's not too hard to get across a beam because I can barely walk in a So I line. thought about you mm-hmm. when I saw this. Did you think this. about me? You're like, ooh, I thought Yelta's, Yelta's going hate to hate this. It, it is a very skinny blue beam across a gap, and it's not a straight line. It's a zigzag, oh, and uh, it it doesn't look it doesn't look fun. I hope the fact that Urianje could teleport across, you know, maybe. Well, you'd have to play Black Mage to port yourself. Somebody can, you'd have to not play healer for somebody to rescue you across. Um, That's exactly what I thought. I'm like, well, maybe someone could rescue me. Oh, wait, I mean White Mage. <laughs> so you better get them wings out and fly, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Would that be funny? No, where's our float spell? Do I, can there I you go, Yoshida. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Yoshida. Fix this shit. Make, make it so. All right. Uh, they uh, gave the name for all of the gear names for lore. I'm not going to read them. Pronounce them all, me. Yelta. Oh, my God, Ruby. You know that's exactly. <laughs> that's, I set you up. I uh... wanted Yelta to read all of these. Hershirgi. I can read bards. Fail not. Fail not. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. So I can read soothsayers gear. That's, that's good. That's the astrologian. Uh, that's the white mage one. Innocent. Oh, Christ. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I don't know. These are all uh, previewable. Uh, at the end of all of this, we'll we'll repeat this again, but um, we'll get you links to all the links for these. But that many of the influencers had taken individual videos of these. Mistex is really good if you want to watch her video. It shows all the AF gear back to back, has them spinning around, and you can check all this out. Other details, uh, 15 glamour plates total, which made a lot of people kind of happy, but how many do we have now? 10? Mm-hmm. 8? I don't remember. But uh, just 15 still doesn't feel very like. And it's still not one for every job. And I'm not even talking crafting and gathering jobs, right? Right. So, uh, 8 crossroad link shells. Uh, I haven't seen any news on if they're still, what is it, 64 members only? Right. Uh, you can find the written language nor Norvarant in the zone maps and stuff, and a few of the generic no entry doors. It's a substitution cipher similar to Eorzean, and should be extremely easy to translate. So that's nice that they wrote another language because really, written language probably evolves separately. True. This is also why I don't think we're getting Harashavant. It's it's a it's a it's not just been split twenty years ago. It was split. 12,000 years ago. No, we're getting or whatever. We're getting on Shafant. He's going to be in a he's going to be a trust. Mm. Uh hunts are still around and the command slash delete Sam does not exist. <laughs> okay. All right, their general impression of the build was positive. They said it feels like a realm reborn, where fresh faces in a new world again, the old zones have been reimagined and improved on and the science actually tag along and act useful now. Uh they were constantly on the lookout for familiar things and looking forward to it, blah, blah, blah. Um, I, and, and this next part interests me, too. I also can't wait to see how the Scions interact with you throughout the main scenario. Will it be like our adventures in Heavensward or more like a traditional Final Fantasy party? See, hmm. Heavensward, I kind of liked, the you know, when you were out with, uh, what's her name, Iceheart and... Estinian and you were camping and stuff. I liked a lot of those cutscenes, and it kind yeah. of felt like you were on an adventure together. 
Uh, their only disappointment was the character creation. Viera is what everyone expected from Final Fantasy XII, while Rothgar is interesting and varied, but it doesn't feel like they've given us enough options to make up for the limitations in visible equipment. Extremely disappointed that most of the AF headgear wasn't visible, since iconic job gear should have been top priority fitting. But uh, they're freaking looking forward to it. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree. I really think if you're gonna if you're gonna fix any headgear, your iconic AF headgear maybe. But they said they're gonna keep working on that, right? Yeah, I watched them do some of the Vieira stuff, and it seemed like it was this generic black lacy headpiece mm-hmm. that was on each. I wasn't quite sure that if on Summoner it had the dong on it or not, and then it just like was the black generic regardless. But I get that because when you're making a Vieira, you got what two hairstyles. Well, I don't know about the Viera. Viera, Viera has had a lot lots of hairstyles. hairstyles. It's Rothgar, Rothgar had that had two hairstyles per face. Four it's faces, like, two hairstyles, right? Exactly. So if you if you can't do the head pieces, then why not give us more hairstyles, more variety in that department? So anyway. Well, we also don't know. Because also in the benchmark, though, well, they weren't using the benchmark. But in the benchmark, I didn't have access to any hairstyles that I'd earned in the game or bought from the Mog Station. Right, sure. So maybe some of those hairstyles, it's a, I think when the game comes out, we're going to all have to calmly go to the forums and request the specific items we would like to see them work on next. They've asked us to do that before. So if you think that, you know, the scholar mortarboard hat really needs to be, or the summoner horn needs to be worn, put, put it out there, but don't scream and rant about, right. hey, can't I have whatever, whatever, so. 5.4 anyway. is going to be great. <laughs> you get all the stuff. You get all the stuff that you want. Oh my god. All right, so that was the preview event. There's there is a lot more if you if you, we'll, we'll we'll put this link but oops, I don't have a service unavailable, so that's super useful. That's great. Reddit's Reddit's crapping its pants right now, so we're going to move on. <laughs> well, uh, the, thankfully, we're going to Gamerscape. 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 I have and I have that one up. So, uh so Gamerscape Fusion X's stuff was some of the first stuff I read, honestly. Uh, part of that's because it displayed nicely on my cell phone. But uh, he's got a Shadowbringers Media Tour overview. And let's see. He's got an interview. He's got exploring the areas, a hands-on with trusts. Uh, what did we really want to cover here? Did we well, want to talk at first... Ch- First. We didn't talk about this last week at all, and I want to bring this up because he has it on the screen here. Is this opening cinematic, the opening picture, if you will, for, for when you get into Shadowbringers, and this uh, Gregorian chant-like music, mm-hmm. Yelta, yay, nay? How are you feeling about... I'm not sure I need that in my opening screen. I don't like it. I think the screenshot's ugly. Mm-hmm. They gave us the piss pools of Armavale. <laughs> No, really, it, I don't think it's attractive. I do not like the picture. Let me listen to a couple more seconds of the chanting. I like that kind of chanting. Well, you hit start pretty fucking fast usually anyway, so. Yeah. And I, it's not Heaven's Word, which is what I would have liked. I don't even like, I don't even like, honestly, I don't even like the Shadowbringers logo. I don't even like the picture of the Dark Knight. Really? I, uh, See, no. I actually like the Shadowbringers logo, and I liked this scene when it was in the uh, opening cinematic when the the warrior of darkness slashes down toward the crystal mm-hmm. tower and it makes this kind of trail but 
I don't quite like it here. It looks cooler in that cinematic. Here it looks like uh, Moses holding back the Red Sea, except it's the piss Our sea. Our piss pools, yeah. Yeah. They, that triple and, pool at the top. I, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it's going with. Unless, like, if you beat it, then the Crystal Tower appears in the background, which might <laughs> fix it a little bit. I don't um, know. Um, honestly, and, I don't like it. I'm not a fan. And the Gregorian chant thing, I'm like, mm, yeah, it's, I guess. Uh, there was a, I think a Chinese fan made one, and it was this blue shattered glass background, and uh, it had the crystal theme, but it was like a... Um, operatic mm. uh, falsetto kind of high high voice sort of thing anyway i thought it looked better than this so that's my opinion yeah i think i had seen a f- I, I had been pointed to a fan made one and i'm like that was much better i think if these there, piss pulls were purple i think i would like maybe it better. honestly that might have improved the whole thing i think making because purple it was a very prominent color in Shadowbringers. you know at least that one zone uh I really miss the Heavensward one, which was just kind of that fuzzy snow coming down. I should yeah. take a picture of it from my That other theme account. was spooky, though. It was a little, like, I had it as my cell phone ring, and it okay. would give me chills whenever my phone would ring. It's like, ugh. Mm-hmm. I don't want to answer that call. Yeah, but I don't, I don't want to hear this when my phone rings either. Well, hell no. <laughs> See? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a fan. And if anybody knows how to hack the files so I can have a different one back they need to be able to let you change the that would be kind of cool well and somebody mentioned it in final fantasy 11 you could actually tell play online what music to play when you're coming in or you could pick in the game you could pick what menu music you get yeah yeah totally i'm I'm, my body's ready for that and again i hit start so fucking fast when i play this game anyway it doesn't really matter but 11's only like 12 13 years old so well yeah you know, don't you can't rush a good thing. You know, you gotta give Yoshida time to figure this out. <laughs> oh no, I can't can't possibly take anything. Some of us thought was neat, but yeah, no, I and I hate to diss on anything, but yeah, I'm not a fan of the opening screen. Okay, okay. I will move on from that now. Yeah. I think the thing we really cared about to talk about here were the jobs and their roles, and what Yelta and I have decided is. We don't have the energy nor the time to talk about like 18 different jobs individually. Well, listeners aren't going to want to listen to the jobs they don't care about. And that takes away from all these great content creators and influencers that Square Enix flew out to do this so you can go read and watch their previews. But we do want to talk about our favorites. Yeah, we we do want to make you hungry to go look for more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then we do want to talk about the roles in general. So let's just start from the left, move right. Let's talk about tanks. We can pick one that we care about or not, probably Paladin. But um, going into this, and again, this is through Gamer Escape. You can look at this this up yourself. But just to talk about the role actions, because I think it's important that we frame how the, the role actions have changed before going into individual job specifics. Uh, tank role actions, the role actions in Shadowbringers will no longer be selectable, so you're going to get them as you level. Uh, once players obtain the level of the role action, it's automatically unlocked. Depending on the role, players will have a different number of actions available to them. So talking about tank, here's what you get to keep, so you can assume everything else is gone. Uh, you're keeping Rampart, Interject, Shirk, 
low blow, reprisal, provoke, and you're getting arm's length. Good. And uh, there are some changes. Like provoke had the change where um, you're gaining the additional enmity out of it. So like the way people thought provoke worked. But that's not how it actually worked. No, provoke was just whoever has the highest threat plus one. Uh huh. So now it's actually going to do what people thought it did that didn't understand how provoke worked. So, yeah. Uh, thoughts I'm, about the role in I'm, general? I'm glad they kept shirk. I think that we've kind of learned how to use that. Yeah. I think it allows, nah, I'm tacking on my ass, but I feel like it lets you do tank swaps. It lets you, you know, do some different things. Uh, interject and low blow, they're both interrupts, but one's a stun. The other one just says interrupts, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure, you know, yeah, the I'm difference not, there. I'm not sure if stuns count as interrupts, because interrupt has basically taken over silence. You're okay. not going to see silence in anything anymore. You're seeing interrupt. But you're not seeing jobs have a silence and a stun for the most part. Although tanks, I guess technically here, have them. My question is, does a stun, a stun also interrupt? Will my holy on White Mage also have the interrupt effect that they said would be on tanks and ranged DPS going forward? So that's to me that's a little a little fuzzy. We'll find out mm-hmm. more as we go. Yeah, how the, uh, Rampart's actually one button I I know to push when I'm a tank. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm 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 taking some hits. Let me hit Rampart. Uh, I also hit that other one that lets the healer heal me up better. I don't even remember the name of that. I'm it's glad gone. they're getting arms length. Yeah, it's gone. I'm glad they're getting arms length. I feel like everybody should have some sort of. It, it, that's the barrier nullifying knockback and draw in effects now. Paladins had an effect that already did that, but it was a different skill. So now they just kind of made it so everybody gets this. Yeah, Tempered Will is gone. Yeah, Tempered Will is gone. Um, uh, the additional effect is slow 20% when the barrier is struck. So is that it slows the other guys? Yeah, it slows the enemy um, it, when it's hit. Whether that works on big bosses or not will... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're getting better about debuffs working on bosses and Shadowbringers because there's a simplified, you know, maybe not as many being thrown out there. I don't know. Well, and Reprisal's just uh, lowers tanks damage. I'm sorry, lowers targets damage dealt by 10%. That's kind of that's pretty much what I did before. Right? I, yeah, I know. I, I, I know. I used. I know. I used Rampart a lot. I re- I know. I used the one that looks shieldy. I don't know the names of any of my fucking tank abilities, but. There was the so blue the, shieldy yeah. thing, but that's the blue gone. Thing. Uh, yeah, there, there was a I lot. Have, <laughs> and I literally don't know the names of any of my tank abilities. I don't either, and that's which is funny. I picked Paladin because I believe that's. I think you have them all to seventy, but yeah, you, but Paladin was your first. And, yeah, because it was supposed to be the easiest, and it is pretty easy. And Paladin is my only higher level tank, which it's only sixty, but at least it's you know it's mm-hmm. up there. So no, a little bit, and I know it was very uh, bloated. My hot bar was extremely bloated. Um, tanks have gotten away from the one, two, three. That's going to be as far as the enmity combo. There mm-hmm. is going to be a combo, but no, no longer an enmity. There's not combo. a specific enmity combo now. There's a enmity stance or something. Uh, right. Yeah, you can have tank stance, which will uh, increase your enmity, and I, I and I think those tank stances are really just going to say I'm the main tank, you know. Mm-hmm. 
um, and then you can toggle it off. Uh, I think what they found was that tanks didn't necessarily have a problem with the tank stance. It was the damage drop-off from accepting the tank stance over the DPS stance. So now you can keep your DPS, but just flag if you're the uh, the main tank or not, or whatever, depending on the mechanic. Yeah, so, it'll be uh, interesting to see. I, I'd like to hear from tank mains what they think of this. Absolutely, yeah. And and as we talk about this stuff, I, I know it's too early to get feedback, but because um, I think some of the feedback we're already getting is a little off. When we don't know mm-hmm. the correct potencies and we don't have correct tooltips um, – I'm seeing some people go off. I think we'll have some time to talk about salt before we finish up. But um, the um, the paladin stuff here, um, I chose this because we both have some experience with it. Again, with the bloat, I, I, there, there's some things I'm seeing that's going to be removed that I I forgot to push when I was playing paladin. Yeah, yeah. As a, as a poor tank, there's a, I did not use the whole toolkit anyway. Mm-hmm. I just hope that they didn't prune enough that people who were pushing buttons good will feel gimped. You know what I mean? Not gimped, but you know, because I can get. I would tank for a, a roulette. I would I would tank for well, maybe a normal uh, primal trial or something. But mm-hmm. I'm not a good enough tank to like do anything other than that so but uh so i'd probably be fine with these tank changes but uh if someone who really knew how to eke out every bit of performance i don't i don't know if they'll be happy or not i've heard a little bit of tank whining that they're kind of they made them all very similar or something but i heard that about the tanks and the healers yeah so i definitely heard about the healers i've heard less people in the in tank land be um be salty about the tank types i know paladins are very happy with intervene uh that is the gap closer rushes the target delivers an attack with a potency of 200 um very much needed for paladin i guess that's some of that similarity across the board but i feel like that's a utility thing that every tank should have tank yes tanks should have that i i i really think anyway yeah um, you could, you know, something like that, I could see them going the route and saying, oh, this would be a great role action. But mm-hmm. I've, I've heard people say it, oh, they've, they've destroyed the identity of jobs. And I'm thinking that's just the opposite of what they went. They were trying to replace the job identity that they got away from, uh, through role actions um, I, I thought role actions, although I, it was a good idea, was the thing that made the jobs bland and you didn't really have a variety. It was a illusion of variety because you always had to pick those best five. Mm-hmm. There, there was very little variance and for the jobs that had variance, it was frustrating like – I have to make macros to swap this out, or I forgot to swap this yeah, out, or, or, or I have to, or I have to make sure I communicate before I go into the fight that I'm taking this and you should take that. Yeah, and this game just doesn't, you know, when you're telling, to play with your trusts, don't communicate, treat them like NPCs, <laughs> and then I'm expected to say, hey, can you bring Asuna so I can bring Protect? Um, that that makes things a little more difficult. So, what they did was they rolled these role actions into the job identity. Yeah, they're the same. Every gap closer is a gap closer. They might have very small differences to them. 
Um, but those small differences and the animations and names are that little bit of job identity that I think was taken away uh, somewhere between Heavensward and uh, Stormblood. Well, and some of the utility abilities, especially, I think are going to, you kind of have to make them similar. Right. I feel like, I don't know, I don't. You got to have an oh shit, whether it's mm-hmm. dropping you to one HP and hanging on or or giving you invincibility or making you dead or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, they, they have differences and some might be a little more annoying than others. Um, but at the end of the day, it's still a no shit button. But the, the, those little differences in them is what gives the job its flavor. Well, and and I know I shouldn't feel this way, but, you know, they're, they're going to look different, right? The abilities are going to look different. They're probably going to feel a little bit different to play. Uh, they're going to have different sound effects and flashy lights. You're going to feel cooler uh, about your job. Gonna, you know, I... I'm I'm hoping that I've seen a lot of doom and gloom threads about oh it's basically a reskin. Uh, you're just basically if they dumb it down anymore, you're just going to have one job called tank and one job called healer and one job called DPS. But I'm I, so far I'm not sure I'm seeing that. But uh, but okay. So that's a uh, tank stuffs. I know there's some people who are confused or I don't know what they're worried about. But apparently, Dark Knight some of the abilities. Are, People have question marks over their head how they're all working. I don't know. They, and somebody said Gumbreaker is going to sound sounds really really strong and overpowered. And I'm like, yeah, but I remember people saying that in Stormblood and Heavens, where the new jobs. Oh, that sounds really overpowered, but it didn't turn out to be. Yeah, look how Machinist turned out. Yeah, yeah, Machinist is kind of the poster child of that. I know we had people in the free company who were like, I'm going to come back and play Machinist. It sounds so OP or whatever. And it's like they're like, womp womp. Mm-hmm. Should we move on to healer role actions? Let's talk about it. And um, I guess if we're going to focus on what, well, we can kind of talk about them all, but I mean, we'll focus on White Mage because I mean that's kind of our our bag, I think. But we we have to mention so- Scholar too. We let's do. Start with, let's start with let's start with roll actions. Let's, let's start, start with, with roll actions. actions. That's so at level eight you get repose. You don't use. I didn't. I don't understand CC why this one was kept. Yeah. Um, I have had repose save my ass mm. while splitting up groups, but it really hasn't been a big deal. I know because I, I play white mage and black mage, and like in the early days, you'd pull too much, and yeah, the black mage would AO sleep, AOE sleep, and you'd you know whatever, and or you'd pull one extra mob, and 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 repose did save your ass, but it's so situational. I feel like they left it in because they only gave healers five or six. Oh, you just took me back when you could add AOE to shit and you could add AOE to... <gasps> oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Mm. As soon as I had to stay, uh, I don't mind that it's a roll action. I think everybody... I Yeah, I kind of missed the flavor that one was called leeches and whatever, but we've, we haven't had that for a while. But we do need... All healers to have a spell that lets you take detrimental effects off a target. Because what else are you going to do? Heal. Uh, everybody. <laughs> everybody. Yes, Yelta is the answer. Yeah. You get two. You get Dia and you get whatever. Anyway, Swift Cast. Everybody. Every healer needs Swift Cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, lucid Dreaming. Yep. Yep. Emnity Drop and Refresh. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially since there's no more Refresh. There's no. Yeah. Uh, sure cast. That's, that's, the, that's arm's length for mages, basically. 
It's only six seconds, though. Theirs is 15. The tank one was 15. Now, these could be wrong. Could be. These tooltips. They might have made them but similar. Sure, but Surecast being six seconds is not... Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, that's not very long. Yeah, that recast we... is the is the similar, but <laughs> well, it's much longer. Because it's, it's two minutes now. It used to be what was it, thirty seconds? I could I could sure cast all over the fucking place today. Uh, okay, I'm looking back at arm's length. The duration of the knockback thing is six seconds. The slow tick is fifteen seconds. Okay, all right. So six seconds. Well, and half of the reason you use those abilities is you knew something was happening. So. On the second pull, after you all got pushed off, you'd note that that wave is going to push you off the edge. So mm-hmm. use it. I'm glad they left rescue in, but I'm still kind of there's the uses for it are so fucking situational. I've I've seriously rescued people of value two times, but I haven't done any raiding lately. So, but I don't know. But again, I'm I'm not sure what they thought they were going to give everybody, and this is what we get. Mm-hmm. But we lost a lot too. We did. We just, we just lost what we lose. Uh, well, as roll actions, we lost eye for an eye, which I liked a lot. We lost cleric stance. Where's where's my lost items bit piece? Healers, uh, break, protect, largesse, cleric stance, and eye for an eye gone. Now I know protect didn't do much, but it's like. But it's protect. I n- I almost never used break. Uh, largest I used a ton. Now he white mage anyway is getting an ability that's kind of like that on drugs though. So, and they've taken basically the DPS out of healing. So I can see why they would take uh, cleric stance away. I kind of wish they would left us eye for an eye. Yeah. Especially because it's weird on Scholar because when you use uh, deployment tactics, it used to be just galvanize. It used mm-hmm. to be galvanize and eye for an eye, and now it's just galvanize. And it seems like one ability for one skill. Like there's no variety to that, so it just seems flat to me. Mm-hmm. All uh, right, let's talk. Uh, just basically heals and shields for. We'll use white mage. We get Cure, we get Cure 2, we get Regen, Benediction, Raise, Divine Benison, which is different now. No, Divine Benison is the same. I'm thinking something else. Well, it is a little different. It's uh, it's mm-hmm. instead of a percentage, it's the uh, it's 500 potency. It uh, absorbs mm-hmm. that damage of a set amount. Yeah, and, t- and Tetra. Uh, AoE's heals slash shields. You get, still got Medica, you got Medica too. I noticed... Something about Medica two yeah. and Regen, fifteen seconds. Yeah, potency really? got potency got doubled. The duration got halved. So I, I really think they just and and especially because we got a lot of our DPS gutted. I really think they want us to apply and reapply heals more often now, which is fine, I guess. But give me as long as we have something to heal. Uh, yeah, I was watching that dungeon. Uh, a lot of these. Um, a lot of these outfits that went to the media tour got to do the dungeon, and the last boss, I think, of Don Meg, um, did like AOE, 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 AOE. Okay. It was like this water shit coming out of the ground. It was splashing, 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 um, and people took a lot of damage. In fact, I was watching Larry's uh, – <laughs> Larry's interview is funny. He did like seven to nine minutes, and he kind of goes through the interview, and then he's like, 
And here's the rest of my video. You can just watch me do the dungeon. It's like 17 minutes to just see him watching do the dungeon. But it's great because you get to focus on the dungeon, right? Um, and their astrologian seemed like they were struggling. We'll get to astrologian in just a bit, but that astrologian looked like it was having a tough time, at least the first half of the dungeon. Well, and now uh, we have this Aflatus. I don't even know how you say that. We have Aflatus Solus and Rapture. Uh, both nourish the blood lily. Mm-hmm. Uh, one one is a a target heal. The other one's a AOE heal. Um, and then apparently you build up that blood lily thing, and then you can do Aflatus Misery. I've seen a lot of math. People are like, that's not very strong, and it's kind of a waste. But I haven't done the math myself. Yeah, I've so. seen the math because instant, right? we, we'll... I guess coming up next when we talk about the DPS abilities, uh, the ability glare um, does a potency of 300 and they were acting like in the time it would take you, you could do four glares and do more damage than the flattest misery. But they weren't like taken into consideration. I guess they were like, if you were fishing, like using these things to fish for the blood lily but I think you're just going to be getting the Blood Lily because you're going to be wanting to use Solace and Rapture. Um, it's like a free cure. It doesn't use MP. It just uses one of the lilies that you're getting anyway by by playing for 30 seconds at a time. Yeah, it seems like a free resource it's, to me. It's free. So if you when you go into your DPS, like maybe somebody buffs you. You've got it ready to go, and then you go into a quick DPS thing. I, we talked a little bit about it last week, but I think you're going to be seeing a lot more of the effectiveness of burst DPS mm-hmm. where you line it up. It's like Overwatch or something else, you know, where you're like, I, my ult's ready. We, we we're like everybody now. Yeah. You, know. you want to time it up right. So you throw some – the Astrologian throws one of its eight balance cards. We'll talk about that soon. Uh, on – on somebody the dancer chooses them for a partner and then whatever else buff goes out and you know away you go black mage or whoever else mm-hmm. and if you happen to get a, a buff card or something go blast your your misery and <laughs> blast your misery all over blast my face <laughs> <laughs> i'm a sad prostitute oh my goodness well and it's also an aoe it's 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 a potency of nine hundred for the first, ten percent less for the second, twenty percent less for the third. So it's an AOE, blah, blah, blah. yeah. It's an AOE with with some damage fall off, but I don't know. Save it for those big pulls. I mean, fuck it. Mm-hmm. There'll be some utility to it. It's not it's not completely terrible. Yeah, I'm kind of weird that the Lily Gauge remained. I thought that they would just torch it. I didn't think that they would do something uh, else with it. They're apparently married to the Lily Gauge. So the, ga- the gauge itself is, eh. Yeah, the the fact that the things turn white, they still don't look like lilies to me. The Blood Lily does. The Blood Lily mm-hmm. looks like a lily. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay, well, since I was talking about it, the DPS stuff and dots included. So we start off as our our young budding conjurer casting earth magics and wind magics because we're a conjurer the twelves wood has given us our spirit and da 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 no fuck that you're a white mage so now uh, you're getting <laughs> glare well, what's funny 
So you so you you become a white mage at level thirty. Yeah. But level fifty four you get stone three. Level sixty four you get stone four, and then at seventy two you get glare. Yeah. Shouldn't that and have been at like thirty? Little... You know, like switch I... you to white magic. At that that would have, to me, lore wise, made a lot more sense. Would have been like, oh, you're a white mage now, but I don't know. And then arrow, yeah, that's that's four. You get arrow mm-hmm. forty six. You get arrow two. Yeah, we've lost arrow three completely, Kiss and that makes arrow me three sad because it's not an AOE. I loved arrow three. That mm-hmm. one was so Used good. It. I liked reapplying it. I don't know why. It, it, yeah. it was satisfying to cast. It hit everybody. Uh, we get Daya. No, I'm not mad, though. I'm not mad that we got Daya. I wish Glare had been named Banish or something. Oh, yeah. I wish we had Dia and Banish. Uh, that's, that well, would have been my where hope. Did Gla- what is Glare even? I don't know. I don't know. And Fix it. Uh, do, do we lose all AoEs but Holy? Yeah. that's Once We, we hit, don't. That's yeah. the only AoE. Well, <laughs> and Misery. We have uh, uh, Misery. Okay, and, mis- okay oh. Misery. Once we charge up the Blood you, Lily. Yeah, you have to nourish the Blood Lily. That's right. It's, it's a little weird. Yeah, it's kind of freaky. Yeah. Uh, we do get Fluorid Aura. Uh, it doesn't <laughs> say pushback anymore, thank God, honestly. But binding a target, I have used Fluid Aura. It's, I've used it kind of like I use Repose. Occasionally, one guy too many. Uh, presence of Mind is much the same. Thin Air. Oh, I think the they, they must have extended the range on that. I feel like you had to be really close to use Fluid Aura. In the past. Yeah, it's 25 yards. Well, yeah, yeah, because it was, I think it was very close. Or yeah. Well, that's maybe just how I used it. Yeah. But Presence of Mind and Thin Air, I'm glad we still have them. Plenary Indulgence is weird now. Mm-hmm. So you, you cast it, it's every 60 seconds. It grants a confession to self and nearby party members upon receiving a hit point recovery via Medica, Medica 2, or Cure 3, cast by self. Trigger an additional healing effect for twenty, for two hundred cure potency. So you apply it before uh, you do a medica, a medica two, or a cure three. Yeah. To do a bonus, that seems so, like one so, extra button hit that I so, don't. So so it's like not a shield. So it's not keeping you from. It's not preventing damage. It's it, it's it's definitely. For, I kind of like the way it works now, but okay. Um, I liked like doing a medica to or a medica, then running around and then we're, while we're still moving, getting back into position and taking damage, I can hit that button and be like, Psh, yeah, I wouldn't have minded if this sent out the confession and then you hit it again to be like a timed heal and then maybe it works like, uh, well, that might be OP, but it works like Astrologian's uh, starry circle thing where. Mm-hmm. You know, you leave the you leave the prayer on them for up to three stacks, and then it triples in value. And then when you hit the button, it goes off. You know, something to that effect. Uh, this well, to me is an extra button press. You could have just built that into the uh, as a trait. You know. Well, and the duration's ten seconds on this slide anyway. Really, you want me to cast this? Because I know in 10 seconds I'm going to have to heal people. Yeah, that goes back to the reason mm. we didn't like plenary indulgence, I, yep, the short yep, they... duration. Mm-hmm. Temperance sounds cool. That's the wings. Yep. Uh, it increases your healing magic potency by 20% while reducing damage taken by self and all party members within a radius of 30 yalms by 10%. It's uh, recastable every two minutes. 
I don't know. It's it's kind of that's where I feel like um, largesse was kind of like melted into this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And thirty yalms. How far is thirty yalms? Are all those bards going to be outside of my range anyway? Uh, thirty yalms is bigger than Medica. Okay. All right. Cool. Oh, uh, let's see. There was something in the traits I wanted to cover, but I can't remember. Free cure is still there. It's whatever. But uh, uh, we also get an enhanced asylum. So adds an additional effect to asylum that increases the hit point recovery via healing actions by 10%. So what, you're not just getting a regen while you're in there. You're also getting a bit more healing. I don't know. It seems kind of weak as a... Level 78 trait, but... Yeah, they still have to stand in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Please stand um, in my bubble. So, yeah, we'll see how this meshes. Some of this I'm thinking, it just doesn't seem like they meld together that well. I don't think it's weak, though. I don't think there's anything no, weak. No, I think it's very strong. You got a lot of instant heals. I still, I'm still sad they didn't give us a White Mage another shield. But maybe, maybe the, you know, buff to, you'll heal better now if you've applied plenary indulgence or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. The biggest gripe I've even heard overall had to do with um, the DPS potencies. Again, it was the mm-hmm. bitching that I could cast four glares instead of a, a misery. And um, it sucks now. And the other was... And I guess I can lead us into the the rest of this discussion, is that instead of raising White Mage up to the level that Astrologian and Scholar were, they just dropped Scholar and Astrologian to the abyss where White Mage lived. So with that, just let's quickly, just, I want to talk about yeah. the the two. Well, let's start with Scholar because I think it's the least oh of the two God. that we'll talk about, but but experience wise, but they got gutted. Um, Scholar got absolutely gutted. If you look at the little Final Fantasy fourteen action yeah. goodbye to patch five point there's one well, okay, that was for their pet, but one there's there's two rows. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen abilities taken off. They've basically dumbed down the fairies completely, right? Mm-hmm. They've just tossed all of their dots and a lot of their direct uh, yeah, no more miasma. No more miasma too. Yeah, shadow just... flare's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of these pet actions are kind of rolled into your, you know, your eggy assault or whatever they call it on this uh, one and two. Um, but the variety is what left because Aos and Celine are just uh, there's your eggy glamour. That's what mm-hmm. you've been waiting for, right? So you right. just palette swap your fairy. They do the same thing. Whereas on Summoner, you have three different types of pets. Yes, that remains to be seen how that's going to play out. But at least you have something that says variety. Um, Scholar does not have that any longer. They do get the Seraph. But is that enough to uh, to make them happy by losing the, wow. uh, the fairy variety? They only get three traits. Broil Mastery. Broil 2 is upgraded to Broil 3, and the potency of Ruin 2 is increased. Mm-hmm. Broil 2, Corruption Mastery. Broil 2 is upgraded to Bioless, whatever, and Enhanced Sacred Soil. So it gives you a heal over time. Yeah. 
Yeah. They still, now to be fair, they still seem to have the most DPS abilities of the healers. Well, well, compared to White Mage, I guess. They do still have Dot. A Dot. Uh, yeah, they, no. they've, well, it's, it's a Dot. It's a, it's a straight DPS. And then, uh, they, they really kind of got rid of the AoE though, didn't mm-hmm. they? Um, I'm not really seeing much in the world of, uh, AOE development here, so um, they might Art have of, gotten. Art of screwed. War gives unaspect damage to all nearby enemies, but which one is that? One fifty. Art of War. Okay, that's that's the one. But that's like, eh, eh. Uh, now don't get me wrong. I think that too many scholars were just like, well, I just put my fairy on follow. She heals, and I just a DPS her, but. Well, that is gone. I just, I that's, I just, um, mm. that is gone. I, but that is why a lot of scholars played scholar. That uh-huh. and that and it's a green DPS. It, it's it's gone. Uh, so I, I, will there be some room for a little bit of that? Maybe because of the pet, they can. I don't know. It remains to be seen. But I, my my thinking is that it's more healing for the healers. So we're going to pump out more damage, and we're going to make you more of a healer role. Yes, you'll be able to DPS. It will be somewhat important, but it is not the most important aspect of your job. And the scholars that liked to DPS are probably not going to want to play scholar um, or have mm-hmm. to change their expectation on, on yeah. what to do. Well, an astrologian, I've seen yep. a lot of arguing back and forth, right? So they... Have a lot less stuff now, right? Car- cards are way yeah. more straightforward. Now, this might be great for someone like me who found Astrologian and trying to remember all the cards and who they should go to and blah, blah, blah. Uh, maybe for me, it'll make me like Astrologian. But I see a lot of people bitching that the cards have been simplified so much that it's like, well, whatever. Yeah. And, but I've also seen a lot of counterpoints that are like, dude... For the most part, you were fishing for the same two cards anyway, and mm-hmm. you still have them or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, and I, I think that's basically it. Um, you had all six cards turn into balance. Um, it's just, is it a stronger balance on the range DPS or a stronger balance on the melee DPS? Uh, they don't They don't even differentiate the ranged physical versus ranged magic it's just basically two types of cards um that have these three seals um the the celestial well and they and they lost all the aoe ones right if i got a whatever yeah you lose the aoe ability there is an aoe that triggers out of divination when you've gotten the three seals of arcana Mm -hmm. uh and you have three different one well i guess it doesn't matter but it, that changes the potency um and it'll put a a balance an aoe balance so you basically you can put the six cards down no matter what you're going to get at least uh, a three percent um uh dps increase um and then if you trigger your minor arcana those are also dps increase and then once you trigger divination that too is a DPS increase. So what what really happened is the variety in the cards are gone. I do get that there were astrologians that only fished for balance. 
AOE balance. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. But that's not as that's not as good in a four-man group as it would be in an eight-man group. So you should be able to use variety. And in fact, there were jobs that begged for the arrow. Black mages mm-hmm. and samurais want an arrow like nobody's business. Um, sometimes it's good to have that extra bit of mana. I, I felt on Astrologian I would go through mana very quickly, and sometimes it's nice to have an ewer to have as a mm-hmm. backup. Um I would have really liked to have seen them do kind of an astral umbral with the. You can keep the symbols the same, but maybe a a offense versus a defense. So if you felt like you needed uh, more oh, defense gotcha. yeah. for the tank, you could pop those on. Or if you had a player that was dying a lot, you could use it. But whether you use the offensive version or the defensive version, you still got your celestial shields. And then let divination continue to be a balance that's AOE because that's what most people want anyway. Um, and then you have a little bit of variety. Something's back, uh, but but the, just changing everything to the balance, I think it undermines the intelligence of the higher level playing astrologians who were able to manage their cards well um, to bring them down. It's like, well, you know, you, you bring the smartest student in the class down instead of challenging the weakest student in the class yeah, is lowering the skill ceiling. And, and, and uh, as far as the arguments for astrologian and the changes I've seen, uh, the arguments have been coming from different camps. Uh, a lot of them were like casual to mid core players who seem to, you know, run with a lot of pugs and have to react to a lot of shit that went wrong. And a lot of them were arguing with people who basically had a static, that we're clearing, you know, savage stuff and ultimate stuff with relative ease and we're used to perfect parties. That's uh-huh. what I feel. So the ones who are like, well, you only use two cards anyway, they weren't having to react to bad times. We have a variety of people playing this game uh, of all skill levels and attention spans, you know? <laughs> and uh, I can kind of see... The arguments from both sides, I guess. So, uh, uh, the neutral sect is a little weird. First of all, they should have given it a sexier name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a level 80 astrologian ability, or stance. So you still have general and nocturnal. They kind of still do what you thought. Uh, but this one just basically makes you a white mage. I don't know, or it gives you the best of both worlds. It increases healing magic potency by 20%. Uh, aspected Helios and aspected Benefit receive the effects of both the sects, the other two sects. Now it's only 20 seconds. It's an instant cast, but well, it's not, that's not really a stance then. It's, it's like not really a stance. Stan- right? It's kind of an so oh wonder- shit stance. Like I need mm-hmm. them both. We got big shit coming. I think yeah. it's actually kind of cool. Yeah, no, now that I read it, I, you know, I was, see, I was reading, again, I was reading Reddit comments, not the articles, and maybe going over the slides as closely as I should have, but this does kind of feel like a, oh, here we go, the, the, the recasts every two minutes, if you have a, oh, fuck, I need all the things for 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm assuming then you just slide into whatever stance you were previously. Maybe yeah, you I keep the same stance that you were because you can't yeah. you can't change your stance once you've chosen one at the start of a battle. Um, you can't swap while you're in combat. So yeah, you'd go you'd go it, back. But it, I the, can uh, see why the healers who only wanted to heal are celebrating. 
I can see the healers who wanted to fill non-healing time with DPS are upset. Yoshida just wants us to respect this content. <laughs> respect the content. Great community, by the way. Great community, by the way. All right, moving uh, on to casters. So so I read the Black Mage stuff. I'm assuming you read the Summoner stuff. For sure. I've, I've read them all. Uh, do you want to start with Black Mage? Uh, Black Mage, honestly, Black Mage didn't lose much. It seems like all good things, is from what I can tell. Mm. Uh, I, I, re- I really haven't had a tons and tons of time to look into it. But uh, now let's start with roll actions. Magic DPS gets to keep Addle. Like it. Like it. Swift cast. Lucid dreaming and sure cast. That's it, boys. That's all you get. That's, I mean, those were the important ones. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think what my fifth one was at whatever given time. And uh, these four always, always 100%. Seems like summoners are pretty happy with, with these changes. Yeah, is that where you want to dive, summoner? You yeah, would... dive into summoner. Uh, love it as a summoner main for all of uh, Stormblood. Uh, love it. <laughs> love it. Love it. So, uh, let's see. Let's dive into it. So, um, <clears throat> the bios didn't change a lot. There were potency, potency changes. I'm not going to go into all of those. Um, bios and miasmas, try disaster. Uh, that stuff's pretty much the same. There are some traits that let you, um, bane that ruination debuff. So if you're not familiar, there is a ruination debuff, uh, when you place try disaster, on the target that makes ruin hit harder when you baned uh up to this point it just spreads the two dots it does not bra- uh spread ruination because ruination is not a dot but bane will have that upgrade that will spread ruination so that's great because if you're doing your aoe rotation you are doing uh try bind which this is funny. I, I watched Larry Zor's video on this, <laughs> yeah. and he's hilarious on this point. They can't seem to get rid of Tribind. Uh, they just renamed it and re-iconed it as Outburst, um, and, but it does the same shit without the bind. So uh, it's just an AOE attack. So when you go into your stance or what I mean, trance or whatever, and you're AOE blasting, you're basically going to spread that ruination and then do your outburst. But um. Anyway, Bahamut. Bahamut got... Uh, I think there was a change to the way Wormwave goes out. Wormwave would work on off-global cooldown abilities such as Fester and your uh, global cooldown abilities such as Ruin 2. So basically you would spam Ruin 2 and then do Festers in between. Um, the Festers and off-global cooldown abilities will no longer... Uh, trigger those the the Aetherflow abilities will not trigger Wormwave, so you're basically just going to do your your ruins. Uh, there may be other things that you would want to do, but but it's no longer like save up your Aetherflow to use Fester for the rotation. Summoners know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, Phoenix, we've got Phoenix. I'm not going to go into all the abilities here, but it's basically like another Bahamut rotation that you your abilities swap over. You do Brand of Purgatory for, like as a blast. Um, or the Revelation is the Blast brand of Purgatory is an additional attack that you get. Um, Everlasting Flight, whenever uh, Phoenix shows up, AoE Heal goes out. It's a it's a regen. It's a Medica 2. So, that's, uh, that, that's so weird. I'm not sure what I think of that. Yeah, I, I'm not quite sure what I think about it either, but um, 
Cure potency 20, that's pretty damn weak. However, we don't know if they changed physic to intelligence uh, off of mind. If a summoner heals you today, the it's based off of mind. Their physics suck. But Red Mage's cure, Vercure, is based off of intelligence. So their cures are strong. Did they change summoner? I don't know. Uh, summoners forgot to cast this ability at the media tour, so nobody knows. But if that if that everlasting flight is is a twenty tick, twenty cure potency, and if it's based off of mind, that ain't gonna hit. If you're on summoner, you follow what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. it yeah, might yeah. need to be based off of intelligence, which might mean physic might be okay. I don't know. We'll see. Um, the other shit, Aether Flow, you only get two stacks now. It seems weird, but you'll be using Energy Drain or in an AoE uh, rotation, Energy Siphon. And that's what's going to give you your Aether Flow stacks back. But when you go into Dreadworm, I think it gives you um, the two stacks of uh, of Bahamut juice. <laughs> So you can cast Bahamut. I don't know what it's fucking called. It's Bahamut juice. Drink it. Um, AoEs, I explained that. Um, and then your ruin spells and all that other shit. Resurrection's the same. In fact, on Red Mage, going kind of moving to that, um, they didn't fuck with the raises. The raises were left alone. We were hearing weird mm-hmm. things like... Yeah, and the, the Red Mage one too, right? That all was... Yeah, we're going to put charges right. on it. You know, we heard doom and gloom about it being like this forever cast time, a five-minute cast time. And it might have three charges on it, and so you can't use it in combat any longer um, after your three to make it hard mode. Or so red mages uh, aren't stuck as like res bitches or something. So um, that didn't change <laughs> at all. Um, you're still a red. You're still a res bitch, is what you're still. You're me. still a. You're still a res bitch, red mage. Um, Talking about Red Mage briefly, because I think I'm done with Summoner. Unless you have mm-hmm. some Summoner comments. Do you have any? I have no Summoner comments. Since Phoenix you... Looks but, well, you used to summon. Yeah, for turn eight or whatever, when I had to... Yeah, back when you had to kite Renauds. Get a job equipped just to run <laughs> one turn of coil. Just to freeze statues, dudes, where they... The kids be. don't know about kiting Renauds to the spot. Oh, for... kiting Renauds. Okay, so I love my great group very, very much, where I changed an entire job, leveled it up, or well, I think I had it leveled, geared it out, learned to play it, just just, just to position Renauds in the correct position. Yeah, just to put that slow on the target, because mm-hmm. what, Miasma had the, oh, had the heavy I... effect... I think I kept I kept a summoner during the breakfast fight too. Because we needed the heavy effect, right? Yeah. I think so, right? So anyway, wow! I'll do it in 1.0. I leveled monk to high level just to get through arm veil and do five chest runs. So you know, I'll do anything. <laughs> Leave it at that, Yelta. She'll do anything. <laughs> I'll do anything. Yoshida, into red mage. She'll do anything. God. Oh my god. Uh, all right. So briefly, I think I was going to say something about Red Mage. Um, it didn't get much of a change. I, I think it just pretty much stayed the same. It got a couple extra flashy abilities at the end, but they didn't gut it. 
Um, I think there's some name changes that are wrong because there's two Ver Arrows and two Ver Thunders as at the at the time of this recording, mm-hmm. and they got to make some changes. But otherwise, I don't think it. Uh, I don't think it changed a whole lot. Uh, that's, that's not bad though. No. Right? Sometimes it's like if it's not broke, don't fix it, kind of thing. Amen. And Black Mage didn't really get a no, ton it, of it a was, facelift. It was, it, it was if it was not broke, don't fix it. Right. It mm-hmm. got. I think it got a couple of. There's you know Blizzard Blizzard Four has no MP cost or some or no one of, one of the, something has no MP cost anymore. To yeah, get when you trade over to use your Blizzard, I think there's no MP cost. It's like a trait. Um, freeze got a fix. It's no longer trash. It's actually you might want to use that in your AOE rotation because no. you you get the free thing and it gives you like an extra umbral heart, something to that effect. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I I have no comments. I really haven't looked at it that closely. Uh, I'm not hearing black. I hear a lot of black mages theory crafting their new rotation, but not crying. Convert is gone. It's now mana font. Oh. And uh, so it no longer takes your HP away. So none of those. Oops. Do you know how many times I've killed myself yeah, on Black Mage? Maybe like I. Ooh, oh, I'm dead. Please raise me. I'm dumb. Black Mage has a lot of utility spells now, but they're they're exactly what you thought they were. A triple cast and you know Umbral Soul. Mm-hmm. What's what's the capstone ability for Black Mage? What's the level 80? <clears throat> Xenoglassy. Deals unexpected damage with a potency of 750. Can only be executed while under the effect of Polygon. Okay. All right. Oh, Scant didn't used to have this 20% chance to potency to double, did it? I think it did. Did it? Okay. Yeah. Well, see, that shows you how much have you Scant in the last two years. I mean, good. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Shouldn't yeah. have to use it that much. Oh, transpose also got some changes. Uh, I think it, it was uh, shortened. The cast time was uh, was shortened. Oh wow, because it was pretty short to begin and with. And like uh, some of the Five some seconds. of the procs okay. got lengthened to make things easier. Um, I heard it's easier to keep uh, Inokian or yeah. whatever up, and it's a Nochichan. Don't you know that? Inochichan, yeah. Ikanokin. Ikenok- it's the Viagra. <laughs> Keep shit. Uh, one of these up. others, uh, maybe it was sharp cast. One of these got a longer duration. Yeah, fifteen second duration on sharp cast. I think that got increased. I don't understand why, but okay. Get, get those windows longer, Yelta. Give you some I more guess. ease. I guess. I don't know. For the most part, you you would use sharp cast and then cast the ability. So mm-hmm. I don't know. <sighs> anyway, that's that's probably it for our magic DPS. Ranged, yeah. I, I got nothing. I didn't even read the dancer slide. This everybody's gonna be a fucking dancer <laughs> when it comes out. So I've decided I'm just not gonna bother with it. Tell us. Probably a smart move. Um, this was actually the first video I watched. I will recommend as we're going through these. Um, there is a Reddit video for each of the roles, and the ranged I think was the best done out of the lot uh i'll just say this if you're doing youtube videos try to keep your sound consistent across your videos the ranged one has excellent quality on the reddit ones some others were not that great um 
anyway. Oh, I watch I watch a lot of YouTube in bed while my husband's sleeping. So yeah, I really appreciate it if you normalize your sounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the cooler one to probably talk about at all this is Machinist. Um, it sounds so good now. Honestly, it sounds like what went from garbage is pretty fantastic. Yeah, I now. think this is the this is the magically transformed one here. Uh, so starting off with the roll actions, the ones you're getting to keep: uh, leg graze, head graze, and foot graze. Uh, but arm graze lost the battle. It will not return. Uh, second wind is still here. Uh, Peloton is still here. And you get arm's length. Yes, ranged. You will not yes. get knocked off the train. <laughs> the phantom train will not push you off any longer when everybody knocks the boxes away. And you have nothing to prop you up with. Um, so that is great. The big stuff on Machinist, because I don't really main Machinist, I have played it yelta i think you've got it leveled up well, so yeah no it's leveled it. ammunition's gone right ammo's gone right you don't have to you don't have to there's something changed about it's, the overheating mechanic yeah the, the, you have a battery gauge now but you still can't contain the the overheat but i don't think it's a big rush to overheat where you have to time it out uh like you had in the past um in fact that whole window of wildfire um, is now changed where it's not the um, it, it's not a percentage based of potency, but it's the number of weapon skills that you get into mm-hmm. the window, um, and it's a potency of 150 a piece. So that kind of changes how you want to save your your fast stuff, your instant cast things to put into that wildfire window. And you have a lot. There's a lot of instant cast stuff. A uh, hot shot doesn't do the same thing anymore. You're going to instead increase your battery. Uh, gauge with that uh but you are getting things like a drill uh you're getting uh bio blaster and uh you're getting air anchor which i think is an upgrade of one of the previous ability oh hot shot i think becomes air anchor at a certain level it's a trait um you still have your overheat mechanics um i think when you bring your turrets out which the um the bishop is gone but uh, with the turret, it's going to automatically go into an overload. It's it's just a time-based thing now. It's not going to sit there in the battlefield forever and do its thing. It's it's. I think it's got a it's got a time limit, and then it's going to uh, uh, go into its overheat type status. Um, the, yeah, the over the rook overload overload. Yeah, it's it's going to yeah. it's going to do its thing without yeah, you. Yeah, so uh, you place it. it, it goes into overdrive, and then it blows up. Yep. or something. So that's that's cool. I I never really I thought the rook and the other one were cool, but eh. Mm-hmm. Especially when they've dumbed down now. You don't have TP. You only have MP, and sure. now you only have ten thousand MP. What what were they going to do with that? I, I like this change. Yeah, uh, very good change. I guess the biggest one that everybody sees, if you're not like a big Edgar guy and love that there's auto crossbow <laughs> and bio blaster and drill mm-hmm. and all that, um, is the autom- automaton queen. Um, instead of bishop, you got upgraded. Your chess piece is now the queen, um, and it just puts the bot next to you. You've probably seen the video by now, but you've got a, a fighting robot next to you that's going to do its thing. Um and uh, then explode or nuke itself or whatever it does. But apparently the internet's melting down that they've made it female, 
and oh, they wanted to name it Ted. Or I something. mean, shouldn't the first robot be female? Because we're all going to want to fuck it anyway, right? As soon as we get that first living <laughs> I machine, I don't know. everybody's going to want to fuck it. I, like 90% of the internet's cheering about this automaton queen, and then like a small subgroup's like, but I wanted it to be a dude. Why is it a girl? Uh, uh, anyway. I've already but seen... it looks awesome. I think it's great. I've already seen the theory crafters shitting on machinists because there's not enough off-global cooldown abilities to fit into the wildfire window that these um, that these abilities that are instant are still on the global cooldown. And I think that's based on like them watching the videos and seeing how these mm-hmm. work. Um, so I, I'm seeing some people not happy, even though it looks cool that the rotation... Might be, uh, might, might be, be clunky jacked. and weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, again, I'm like, you know, once the game comes out, once we're all playing it, once we've leveled up and killed a few things with our abilities, just, you know, go to the official forum and write a reasonable feedback response, you know? Yeah. They, they, they've done it in the last two expansions. When something was completely fucking broken or unhappy people wrote, up why they didn't like it they they have adjusted yeah so. uh i'm not going to go over dancer because i think there's better videos for it it's basically mm-hmm. doing steps and you pressing it's like it looked like simon to me you know the old yeah, game from the 80s with the red yeah. and blue and you, you're hitting the buttons in the right order and then it does the thing but i think it gets faster every time something to that effect Looks wild. I, I'm st- well. I'm still a little worried because I know they said you're not gonna really feel like you have to take dancer into everything, but the stuff reads so good mm-hmm. that it's like I absolutely need to take a dancer with me everywhere. I've also read that while dancer has some awesome abilities, its actual DPS is fairly garbage. Mm. So yeah, we'll see what happens. I I heard bards are not unhappy, but they're not happy either. I don't know. Um, in the well, I guess the good news is it didn't go back to like a caster bard. I know. Anything. At least it didn't go to caster bard. Yeah. Um, but I guess if there's a bad news, it, it no longer has that utility with the crit for per song. Mm-hmm. Um, the song is just basically uh, – I think it, it just does what it did. It, no longer will you have like the Troubadour extra status. Troubadour is just going to be a defensive buff. Uh, your songs are going to do – basically your Wanderer's Minuet and your Mage's Ballad does the same. It just does those procs that you're wanting to build up and, and shoot off. The The big difference is armies pay on, which when you get the stacks of repertoire, it, depending on the number of stacks, gives you a haste bonus once the song ends. So most bards know you on a boss fight, armies pay on is the song you want to get out of. You want to you wanna go, only go till like 20 seconds on it because – you want to quickly go back into Wanderer's Minuet so you can do um, DPS on the boss. Um, but now, if you're if you wait till you get all four stacks uh, total, you can get I think it's a twelve percent haste buff. Um, so that's huge. Um, and, and here's that utility that I feel like Astrologian mm-hmm. lost. But you've got here's a you're able to haste your party. Um, with this um so bard isn't completely 
lost anything. I, in fact, I think the other abilities are great. Everything else seems pretty similar. There's some changes with the way things are proc, like Barrage does an instant uh, proc for Refligent Arrow, which um, is a great change. And then the removal of TP, you know, you're, you're just doing your TP moves um, uh, free of cost. There's a soul voice gauge. Um, there's some things with that, um, like with apex arrow. So that's a new mechanic. Um, I think that try to get the proccing for crits thing that, that, that's gone. Mm -hmm. That, that gauge is gone, but I'm, I'm not unhappy. I didn't, I didn't main bard, but I did, I have played a lot of it over the last few months and, um, it's just seeing these things. It it didn't gut the job. I don't think the rotation is really much different than it was. I guess I could see being unhappy that there might not be major changes to the role. Um, well, it might be one of those if it's not broke, don't fix it. Right, so. but but it also doesn't give you that warm fuzzy like, oh, everybody wants a bard. No, Ooh, everybody's going to probably I, want a dancer, and bards are going to get pushed er, er, to the so side. So I, I foretell three <clears throat> for at least three months, everybody's going to take a dancer instead of a bard, no matter what right. science and bath says. It's going to be like, oh, I need a dancer. And if the rotation's not trash, people are going to want to see Machinist because it looks cool. Mm-hmm. But this mm-hmm. didn't get – when you watch the video, <laughs> Larazor has a – video of their reactions it's the it's the job action trailer but he is dubbed over the reactions of the of those on the media tour on his day what they were saying during this part and it's cool to see them react like sly was like he went ape shit over dragoon right (laughs) as expected oh no dragon looked amazing yeah that in fact might be the one we want to talk about next but but um when they showed the bard, there was like silence. It was like, uh, hmm. Yeah. Uh, and there was well, a couple of abilities well, that were like, oh, okay. Well, that's, okay. How I, well, that's how I felt Luke, with Black Mage. I'm like, it, they didn't give it anything fancy and new. Same, but, same rotation, yeah. But, but uh, you know, it's still respectable, I guess. I don't know. All right. All right. Yeah, let's let's move on to the melee DPS. Melee. Roll a- melee. Uh, roll, roll actions. Action. Uh, second wind, leg sweep, blood bath, faint, arms length, and true north. So I think that's a good I, set. I guess it makes sense, right? <laughs> right. Um, I I never have hit faint 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 at all. I don't. I never hit that button. Oh. Huh. That's that actually looks like a pretty a pretty good ability, but that's one of those like also like when you're a summoner, you you're instructed to use Addle during Bahamut's window because it's one extra warm wave. So selfishly, mm, okay. you use Addle as an extra DPS ability um, instead of using it for its utility, <laughs> which is kind of a problem uh, at times okay. when you have to use Addle for utility. Like what? It, what was it? O4s when we had some mechanics where it's like you had to save somebody needs to save their adult for something. Um, yeah, so I can I can see people tunneling and not using faint. Um, I wanted to. I, I guess out of the four, I don't know if you had a preference. I pulled up dragoon. I I pulled up dragoon also, but honestly, it's just because it looked amazing in the video. The jumps that, got faster. Um, the jumps got faster. 
Um, I, I, Dragoon mains have not been replying. They're upset. Yep. I think it simplified uh, a step in their in their uh, like their bar or something. There was a few steps that got simplified into two. Mm-hmm. Um, and from Monk, Ninja, and Samurai, I've heard eh, these are okay changes. I've not really heard right? any I, bitching. Like, I, well, I haven't heard any bitch. I've heard. I've heard some bitching that, you know, people expected Monk to get a complete work rework or whatever, but I'm like, eh, it was okay except for a few things, right? It really did a lot of damage. It really was not in a horrible place. Uh, but Monk, Ninja, and Samurai, and listeners, if you have feedback, let us know. But Dragoon felt like it got pulled out of the Dark Ages and br- brought into the New World or something. Hmm. I love this. Um, one of Fusion X's personal favorites, he he writes here, uh, is the change to Dragon Sight. The ability itself is largely unchanged, except with the benefit of now being able to cast the ability, even if there's no one in range. You can cast Dragon Sight on yourself oh. to buff your own damage without anyone being around. As Tether a healer, yourself. I've gotten Dragon Sight on me just because I was standing close enough. I think. Yeah, because well, the other, the been other two are probably ranged, or the other DPS is so. ranged, and they flipped away the other side, and it's like dragons are desperate. Like, who can I put my tether <laughs> like, on? What? How do I do it? Uh, I don't. I don't really know that much about these changes, but I, I just know that the reactions I've heard are were happy. Yeah. I'm hearing a lot of happiness. So just overall, I, I think many people are very happy with uh, with the changes. It's been great. Well, my my weakest role is melee DPS, so that's I, I'm still leveling ninja. I'm still leveling dragons. So I can't talk intelligently about any of them. I just I just noticed last night that I had that that thing where you can be a frog and do that ability, and I. Once I put it on my bar, was completely destroying groups of mobs. So yay. Uh, there's something else about melee DPS I wanted to say, but I can't think of it now. So let's move on. Mm. Mm. Um, I think in the for the sake of time, um, we can point listeners to um, the spreadsheet uh, where things are at. There's a lot of good interviews. In fact. There's a great one by Gamer Escape uh, that's a written article, uh, some really great questions around um, the the new jobs, around the machinist changes, um, and fate rewards. Um, it's short, but just for the, the sake of time, I think, listener, you may go read that yourself. But we'll put some links on the, on the site. Get some clicks on our website, Yelta. Uh-huh. That's what we need. Instead of That's Russian more, bots, more, more, yeah, we well, we definitely have bots. So, mm-hmm. uh, but we will link this all media tour coverage in one spreadsheet. Reddit's got it. There's a lot, folks. I'm pulling up the spreadsheet now. There is, um, if you divide it by the jobs and all the way, they've got it like 183 different different interviews, and that's including YouTube, written stuff, your your major publications your uh, favorite influencer or Twitch streamer, um, your favorite fan site. They're all out here. So check them out. My personal favorites, um, I really enjoyed Larry's. I enjoyed Golden Tots and Frosties. Um, Mr. Happy's was really good. It was 10 minutes. I know the old joke is Mr. Happy can take a 
twenty minute fight and turn it into a four hour video. But I bet I, I it was brief and to the point and really good. I it have was to go watch it. Really, so I, <laughs> it was really good. And he told a good story about how he allowed his final question. He had another question, and he just was like, "I'll screw it," because it's going to give. Yoshida like an extra 10 or 15 minutes of a break mm-hmm. time between him and the next one and it's like let's let the man have a rest I thought that was really admirable <laughs> in fact so um that was actually a really nice interview um yeah I was actually looking for more like written stuff and I couldn't quite find it but there's a lot of good videos um I thought uh uh Ms. Tech had a lot of good videos on the jobs Larry's job videos um, are also really good. Um, and then if you just want a high-level interview or uh, overview, uh, again, the Reddit ones that are on each of the roles I think are pretty decent, except for the audio quality. Not not so good. I want to briefly mention the Kotaku interview where Yoshi P says trans rights. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, I, for, I it's not in the notes. I wanted to uh... – uh, I posted out here. So we, we talk a lot in this game, or not we maybe, but people in the game talk a lot about uh, gender restrictions. And first and foremost, uh, I think there should be a freedom in your values when it comes to the different genders. We don't want to restrict attire and clothing that you wear based on your character's gender or sex. Yoshi P goes on to give an example. I was heading to the office on a Saturday and I saw a situation that made me very sad. I was trying to go to the office and I was waiting in a red light. I saw a high schooler coming from the other side of the road in their school uniform. It seemed like they were biologically male at birth, but they were wearing a sailor fuku, which is traditionally female attire. In Japanese high schools, there's more and more schools that are accommodating for freedom of not being restricted to a specific gender for your uniform. That person probably wanted to present the gender they identified within their heart. On the other side of the road was a mother and a daughter. The daughter was perhaps five years old. As soon as the mother saw the high schooler, she shielded her daughter as if she didn't want her daughter to see. The high schooler must have been very hurt. Situations like this still happen, and there's areas where there's not as much understanding. He goes on to say, that being said, we want to address this, and I think it will be gradual. For instance, for the ceremony of eternal bonding, we've already started to make adjustments. Once we're officially released this, you won't have gender restrictions. If you wanted to both wear a dress, that's perfectly fine. If you want to both wear the tuxedo, that would be also be fine. That's not available in the game yet, but we've gotten, but we have done the preparations for it, so... Those are the uh, three paragraphs. So I, I think that's fine. I think that's cool. I think uh, people should be able to wear what they want to wear for the most part. So, you know. I <laughs> This also lines up, though. I still think a tank should look, a, look like a tank. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if you look I don't care if you look like a girl or a boy tank or somewhere in between. But I still think you should look like a tank. I think a, look, a mage should look like a mage. I don't care what sex you are. So uh, that was that was interesting. And from what I've read, that's pretty progressive for Japan, yeah. honestly. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I heard a comment that was like Japan, not necessarily like rampantly anti-transgender um, or transphobic, if you will. But it's more like those situations where they are shielded or hidden or – like don't just outright ignored outright ignored um so uh 
this is fantastic uh, on Yoshida's part. I think it um, it speaks volumes of um, of who he is and uh, what he tries to do for um, for the fan base of this game. All right, reminders. We want to remember remind remember you all. I might have some rum. Okay, uh, <laughs> the the Moogle Treasure Trove event has started. It's it started today. And in fact, right now our Discord is going crazy. That apparently some people have like farmed up a bunch of stuff to get items. So just remember that for about a month, uh, you can run certain content in the game. It's mostly older or very old content to receive uh, irregular tombstones of philosophy, and you can turn them into the Eternate Moogle in one of the three major cities for, honestly, all of the items exist in the game except for the Namazu Earring or the seemingly special time on map, which is just a map that will always have a portal. So uh, if, you're, if you're running stuff anyway or if you hate hunts but you want the writing maps, that kind of thing... But I also just want to say, personally, if you really want something from, I don't know, Diadem, maybe talk to... There, there's an entire Discord channel that arranges runs to the Diadem. It's not that hard to get your Pegasus, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, some, of the, some of these, again, some of these mounts are like, seriously, we could go in and like... The White Lannister Whistle, White Lan- Lannister, I don't even watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> the White Lannister Whistle, the Rose Lannister Whistle, even the Answers Orchestrian role someone was cheering about today. I'm like, you just need a couple of friends and put up a party finder and you can go farm that. You can do the diadem if you have anyone you know who has an airship. So, I'm not saying not to do this event. I'm saying if you do this event, buy the unique items because the other stuff, the one unique item, because you can just basically play the game with your friends and get the rest of it. Yep. All right. Whew. Um, that said, I'm going to go try to get me some Namazu earrings. That is a hundred of the items. <laughs> Got to get those Namazu earrings. Got to get the items. Uh, what's on tap? Developers blog and tracker. We have a sneak peek into the EU media event. This was, uh, there's a lot of pictures and it looks, it looks, it looks pretty amazing. It looks like they had a good time. It looks like they got the to hear a lot of Crystarium. Crystarium. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they got to hear a lot of cool details of 5.0. Uh, they they have a real-life uh, gunbreaker costume displayed on a mannequin. Uh, Yoshi P. apparently was posing with the gunblade. Mm-hmm. He stole it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, th- these light catchers are cute, though. I like it. They, they've, they've, like, they've, like, superimposed. They've, like, put a... A shadow of a job on, I don't know, that'd be cool. There's a Viera in a jar. <laughs> on a jar. So anyway, it's cool. Apparently Yoshi P was wiped out. He was he was just draped over that couch at the end of the night. Alright, another blog post, Tombstone Raider. This is talking about the new event, the Moogle Treasure Trove, the Hunt for Philosophy. And he showcases some of the prizes. 
not all the prizes am I super happy with, honestly, but we covered that last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just, you know, run the content get the tombstones, turn them into the Moogle for rewards. Thank you, Zexels. No Captain Zexels. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Visiting San Francisco and the first, this was a Bayonne from the NA community team sharing a quick report with last week's Shadowbringers media tour in San Francisco. And he has huge thanks to Foxland for the amazing videos or I'm sorry, amazing photos. Oh, that's the bridge, man. Yeah. I only know that bridge. Cause I watched rise of the planet of the apes and that one star Trek movie. Damn dirty apes. Are you, if you not been, I have family out that way. So Dude, I, I don't think I've never seen the bridge. I've never seen the golden gate bridge. It's nice. I may have to. I may have to do that. My my vacation this year, however, is to do Shadowbringers. I've taken a week off. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, all right. So he, he, there's some photographs of the site uh, of the event, and upon entering, you know, there's a hand operated elevator. That's old school, guys. Yeah, That's yeah. old. The event space is gorgeous. It's beautiful. Absolutely in here. gorgeous. Uh, and they kicked off the event, and they're hosting the sh- the Shadowbringers presentation for the media. They've got uh, interview sessions kicked off after that. I, I can't. I really can't get over the site. Just looks amazing. I love the color scheme. <laughs> There's like this purple walls, red carpet. I feel like I'm in some alternate reality of the golden saucer with maybe more hookers. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's take some shots. Honestly, there's salt. There are some people very, very <laughs> upset with that. Well, there's some people very upset with what they perceive or their class or role or job or whatever to be. Um, I don't know. I, I keep coming back to, you know, I'm not sure, but I'm going to wait till I play it to, to, to judge. And I, I hope we can wait to play it to judge and then give feedback in a reasonable level. Yeah. I think the, the far edge of fate, the far edge of, uh, the fringe here is, is getting upset over some theory crafting. Uh, at this stage, the potencies aren't even correct. Um, so it doesn't really make sense to go on a, a wild tangent because the rotation you've developed after seeing these abilities and watching uh, one dungeon um, is not it's not working out. It just doesn't feel right. It feels clunky. Uh, you haven't pressed the buttons yet. So I wouldn't get too bent out of shape for that. Um, if you're worried about the rolls... I guess the the simplification of the of the healer roles is really what I'm referring to. Um, again, I still feel like let's let's try it and see what it's like. I just I don't think anybody who was a solid big time DPS healer is going to be happy, and I don't think astrologians that like the variety in their cards are going to be happy. I think that's just that's just kind of how it is. That's one of those. Let's go back and write something. <laughs> on the forums in a in a respectful and professional manner Re- reasonable 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 be reasonable be constructive in your feedback no screeching 
<sighs> no, I'm an unsub unless you blah, 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 blah. And it's like, ugh. No caps. I don't know. I, I get it. I get that they're trying to... Really, they're not trying to retain us old players who liked the way it was before. They're really trying to please the players who are joined and who might join. So mm-hmm. I kind of get it. I, I, I'm, wait, I'm I'm willing to wait and see. I want to wait and see how Healer or how White Mage feels and how Black Mage feels and how whatever I w- might want to play feels. But uh, I will be giving constructive feedback on the forum if I so feel I need to. All right, happy hour. We do have a question. We got a message on the website from Jared L. Ann. Uh, what's some good advice you would give to a new and returning players who have to relearn everything? I'm coming back after a year and I'm having trouble getting back on track. I love Final Fantasy and I want to have fun and get better. And I'm not sure where to start. Any advice? Awkward laughter. P.S. Love you guys. Love the podcast. Listen to at least two episodes a day at work from you guys. Much love. Dude, we, we have to up our content then. If you I guess. Listen to two whole we'll episodes. have to do an episode a day. This is, this is already a two-hour episode, so hopefully you won't listen to two of these. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. What, what, Ruby, what's your, what's your suggestion? Well, my, mine kind of comes from... Do you already have a job leveled and you're trying to relearn it? If you're trying to relearn it, I, if you've already got a character and a job leveled, uh, go into Palace of the Dead, mm-hmm. go into Guild Hests, figure out where your buttons belong on your bar, go fight a um, training dummy, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Figure out what your buttons do. Re- read your tooltips. Uh Look at your equipment, decide what needs upgrading, and then figure out how to upgrade it. Uh, reach out to other people on your server if you can, um, or transfer. Uh, what's it's expensive to transfer servers, but uh, if you're on a data center that you don't know anyone, that could be rough also. Um, but but I think I think Reddit has a lot of threads that are or a lot of stickies that are like. So you just turned 70 or whatever. Uh, I don't have enough uh, from your message here to know where you're starting from. Mm-hmm. But uh, ask for help, honestly, is my suggestion. How about you, Ruby? Uh, well, it's like you said, I I don't have enough information here to know. Are, are we talking about... Have you have you done all the quests up to this point? Are you talking about just relearning a job? Are you talking about boredom in general? Um, if, if you're talking about first, I would say get through the story if you hadn't caught back up with everything. Secondly, if you're talking about getting back on track with the job, um, all the suggestions that Yelta just said are valid. Um, do your experts do um, do your twenty four man and practice in there um, if. If you're a, a DPS, you know your opener and know your rotation. So I would, I just go out there and Google it. What's a what's a DPS mm-hmm. rotation? What's my opener? What bard guide? Whatever guide. Um, type it up and read what it's got to say, and uh, try that opener. Use a dummy, and uh, try to get that opener. See if you can beat you know at least the the highest level EX at this time dummy, 
and um, and and go from there. Um, and I think that maybe that's part of the fun. I don't know if uh, if the fun for you is getting better or if the fun for you is having friends. I don't know if you have an FC. Um, I don't I don't know what the rest of your situation is. If you're looking for fun content to do once you feel more confident in your job. Um, you'll, you'll want to check that party finder listing, maybe go farm dogs or just run the 24 man raid. Um, or if you're trying to get into Savage, I mean, there's always that. I think the, the O nine S's are pretty puggable right now. Uh, if you know the uh, prevailing strats and just take some Google searches and maybe some novice network, po- uh, pokes or finding a good discord to ask questions in. So good luck. Yeah. Good luck. I, I can't give you better, we, we can't give you better advice without knowing where you are. Uh, don't re-roll is my advice because I've seen so many people are like, I'm level 28 or level 50 and I have to re-roll to do whatever. Uh, in a month, we're all going to be relearning Yeah, exactly. Our jobs, I almost right? wanted to say just wait a month before you come mm-hmm. back. Well, no, get in and play around and honestly, for the most part, there's a few assholes in the dungeons, but... Uh, you know, bring it, equip your, equip yourself as much as you can with gear, read your tooltips, punch a dummy, uh, know whether you're a healer, a tank or a DPS and, uh, just, just get in there. Just do some roulettes, uh, you know, take advice of anyone who gives you helpful, constructive advice. Anyone who is a fucking troll, just ignore them. Um... Yeah, and, and but finding help would be good too. If you're, can a returning player get put in the novice network? I can't remember. But uh, if if you know anyone who plays this game, see if you can find a way to get in a link shell, a cross world link shell, a free company to get some actual uh, advice for your your level. So I'm not sure that how helpful that was, but the game. You know, it, it shouldn't be that hard to get back into it. Uh, this game sends us back constantly to run old stuff. The current event is to go run old stuff. You could probably remember and rearrange your bars just doing some of the low-level dungeons, doing, you know, Palace of the Dead, that kind of thing. So, uh, and, and and welcome back, also. Mm-hmm. Welcome. All right, Adam Ross gave us a tweet at GTFFXFE. Here's my take on how to improve the Moogle Treasure Trove event. Keep the prices mostly where they are. Maybe adjust a few, like maps. Uh, two, increase the tombstone gains in MSQ 8-mans to four. Keep the others. Three, don't make this a limited event. And four, change items monthly. Hmm. I'm... I'm, I'm I, I do agree that the drops are too low. I agree that the content you can farm to do this is too few. And I can agree, honestly, honestly, I think the prices are too high mm-hmm. for a limited time event. This this event starts today. It, right now it's 531, 2019, and the event is over on at the end of the at the end of the next month. So if I knew it was not a limited time event, I probably would just <laughs> do like Garo, wait until I heard there was a end date, try to get a couple things and then just give up and be mad. Yeah. But uh 
I kind of see if it was a permanent event that they just changed the items in. And well, I don't know. I think we're getting that though, in a sense, with the new fate system that are going to give us tokens or some mm-hmm. sort of currency. Um, I, that's not to say that those items will be changed, but if they wanted to build that into a system that there was changing, I feel like this community would bitch if you know certain wood was only offered every Wednesday or. Mm-hmm. Fire's Day or something like Final Fantasy XI had. But this seems to be all old stuff, right? Yeah. Stuff most of us who have been playing since day one either already have or could get with relative ease. Sure. Right. So I'm already completely baffled why the list of items you can receive is what it is. But I don't know. And I'm honestly surprised that last year, like the, what's the, what was the minion that you could get just from Gil? Hmm. Taoist? 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 Okay. Right? The Moogle? And and it was the the Scarf of Wondrous Wit we were so mad they let you just buy with Gil. Oh, yes. Wasn't it? Yes. Remember? Right? So you could buy those for Gil off the Moogle last year. This year they're making you do work to get some list of items and making you run super old content to get it. Right. So, honestly, this event, in my opinion, is all kind of fucked. But I, I, like, your, I, like, your, I like your ideas. Um, increased tombstone gains. I wouldn't have so much of a problem, you know, maybe farming a, up a hundred tombstones for earrings. Uh, you know, maybe extending the event or making it happen yearly or, or, or every two years. Like maybe this event only came out right before an expansion, right? But if we knew that two years ago's items would be in this one, maybe we could hang on to the tombstones, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. But I agree that this event has some issues. I am not super in love with it. At all. Yeah, I was having a discussion with my Cinnamon Riesling about when the itinerant Moogles usually appear. And I thought it was closer to the Rising, and she was arguing with me. But I'm looking this up. In 2015, they showed up in September. It was during one of the live letters or the all-night The one in 2018 was definitely tied into the, the anniversary broadcast, which is in September, September 18th. Uh, so usually they're in the fall. That's why I was surprised to see them this time of the year. Well, and we 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 actually expected the Make It Rain campaign to be in May. I think mm-hmm. I don't know why, but but whatever. Uh, it's a weird it's a weird event. Yeah. But anyway, Adam Ross goes on with another message to say this will change it from a grind to a perk of running dungeons slash roulettes. You can check every few weeks and be pleasantly surprised at what you can buy instead of being frustrated that you've got X more runs to do. Nothing you want to buy on the list? Well, wait a few weeks and check again. So, I get it. I get it. I'm still I'm still salty, Ruby. I'm so salty at some of the items being on the list being stuff that only a, a minion, only a fisherman can get. Yeah. It's not hurting anyone. If you want it, level fisherman. They should make that stuff sellable on the market, though, for those fishermen. No! Make bukus. Well, 
I made, I did make a lot of money, um, selling the assassin beta fish back in the day. I would stand in Mordona, wait for the weather, fish them up and sell them. So, all right. Uh, we tweeted out, we're doing our homework today, reading and watching all this great 5.0 info. Did your favorite job change to your liking? We get some responses. Nick B said, astrologian changes are wonky. Not super thrilled. Still not enough to keep me to not level it first. So Neobari is still going to level astrologian first. Yep. Uh, cloudy. Ooh, that's our cloudy. Samurai is looking pretty nice, aside from the level 80 ability. Dungeon AoE is looking like it'll be hilariously fun in 5.10. That's good. I, I'm, I'm happy if things look fun to people. Yeah. I think... Uh, when I watch the Machinist and Dragoon parts of the video, I'm like, that shit looks fun. It does now. look fun. Right? All right, last call. Any shout outs? Ruby, take this one. Hey, uh, so we've been working with uh, Work to Game, and we're talking about this event. Tentatively, it's called Gather to Game, and that's happening June 20th, uh, just this coming month, at Nerdvana in Frisco, Texas. So I'll be there. The guys from Work to Game, Brian and Chris, will be there. We're going to gather it together and have a drink and hang out uh, for anyone who wants to go. Uh, more info will be coming. Uh, be look on the lookout. I think he's got a poll up for like a head count if you want to check the Twitter or if you want to send a message to either us uh, on Twitter or the Work to Game crew. Um, give him a heads up. Uh, let them know so we can kind of figure out how many may be showing up. Uh, that's at 8.30 p.m. Central Time. Uh, I think that's on a Thursday, June 20th. So uh, stay tuned. We'll have more information as it comes. I'm actually looking forward to it. The The venue's cool. It's a cool little bar. Um, it's um, pretty accessible if you're in the Texas area. If you're in this area, um, I think it'll be a good a good time. They have some good drinks. Good drinks. I'm in Minnesota, come, so it's hard. Come. Yeah, but you're invited. I know. I, know. I, <laughs> I first of all, I love the gather to game. That sounds like it should be its own show yeah. or podcast or blog or something. Um, that, guys, you have a place called Nirvana. Nir, Nirvana. Mm -hmm. Nirvana. That's awesome. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Mm. All right. I I expect hourly reports and how it's going when For you're there. For sure. <laughs> All right, and then just a reminder, Mephina Madness is still going on. It's Score for a Cause. It is a fundraiser. And uh, let's see. Let, let, let me just look. So so the, so the, so the Gather, Gather Together podcast, we are sponsoring the Alamego Royal Griffins. Mm -hmm. So if you want to support us and rise us raise us up you should uh go donate for the alamigo or alamigo royal griffins mm -hmm. i have to i have to admit i have not every time any of these events are it's like oh i'm gonna be visiting my mom or i'm gonna be visiting my husband or i'm gonna be visiting my sister we we do have oh tomorrow round two May 31st is Friday. Yep. The semifinals are June 8th. The closing ceremony is June 14th. The finals are June 15th. So there are still events to get to. 
I do have a. Did you ever make a character over there? I've got a character, but uh, it's. I'd have to jump and drink a potion of get me there. I did that. I did the potion and the level jump. I uh, quested around till I get a flying, and then I never went there. But uh, no, there, there, there's, uh, and and the fundraiser is really for a good cause. It's to write love on our arms, a nonprofit movement dedicated to presenting hope and finding help for people struggling with depression, addiction, self injury, and suicide. So. I uh, urge all of our listeners to go and donate in any way you can. But if you want to support us, do it in the name of the Alamigo Royal Griffins. That's right. That's right. All right. Uh, by the way, our contest, our Beckon contest, is over by the time you listen to this. We have some entries. We will choose one, and they will get their choice of a minion. So, uh, I think I think we already have an idea for the next contest. I think, I think we it's do. benchmark. It's benchmark related, oh, yeah. right? We and we're twisted fucks, so we want. It, it might be about making your most. I can't think of the word. I had the word earlier. It's it, it, it's your it's your most disturbing character. Ooh, yeah, your most disturbing character on the benchmark. So. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking a minion. I think we need to give away a minion okay. for that. So we 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 will solidify those those uh, contest rules. So next but... week we'll tell we'll say the name of the winner of this contest, the Beckon contest, and then we'll have a new contest to roll out. We'll announce a new contest. So all right, love it. Yay, love it. It's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. Uh, and if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. You can email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Please rate us. Ah, oh, personal plex, Ruby. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R U B I C O N V A L E. And you can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y E L T A S U M A S U. As always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye.